am Danny Stewart, editor-in-chief of ComicallyInclined.com and your host for this show. And I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director and marketing director. And I am Brittany Shelton, the social media manager. Did you get a new job title? I added to it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I thought she was going to add to I it. I didn't realize didn't. we were doing that. Well, oh. surprise. And get oh, you, you got to hang with the big ones. Social so. media and marketing. Are you guys doing two because I say uh, editor-in-chief and host for the oh, show? Oh, no, no, no. No, no I honestly forgot that really you did that. we're really taking over mainly the marketing with the social, so they kind of go hand in hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Danny Stewart, CEO of Comically Inclined, and uh, guys, we've got the some creator. great stuff. <laughs> I, I also the, the creator. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's fantastic. Lord Let's Jesus. do this. So our uh, our friend and uh, uh, longtime friend of the show, Nick Beck, uh, has uh, been the first one in the comments again tonight. Where he is said, Ben? Bukake is technically a baby shower. Oh. Aww. I did not know this. No, because you have to have both. It's not a baby shower. You what? shower and create oh, a baby? Oh, no, I get what you're saying. I get what she's saying. You have to have the egg also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's not. It's only was... half of one. Do you not have egg on your face? Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> also, our... I hate to do this, but I need to give you a high five for that one. I'll take it. Like, our... thank you, Nick, for like, making me have to do that one. Our human relations specialist and chat moderator, Ben Stewart, should be... Oh, fact checker extraordinaire, Ben Shur- Stewart. Ben Shart should be in the Words chat. Words are hard, okay? Words should be in the hard. chat Woo! any minute now. Uh, I love this. Guys, we've had a good week for nerd stuff. Yeah, we have. Uh, it's been great. Yeah. Got, uh, uh, Blake, Blake where, where are you going? Well, I was going towards the rumor mill. Oh, hey, Blake. You want to give us some news? Let's fire up the rumor mill. Did you really? Do what? Go ahead. Okay. This week on Rumor Mill, a tale as old as time. Angela Lansbury passes away, also known as Mrs. Teapot. Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. There we go. (laughs) Mrs. Uh, Teapot. (laughs) Hey, she's my teapot, let me tell you. Uh, And she's also Murder, She Wrote, which is what I know her more famously as than Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Sadly, passes away. Uh, She honestly has been... She's been such an iconic actress uh, in American cinema, for real. I mean, she she has done so many things on TV shows, cartoons, movies. She's been in a lot... And she has definitely lived a full life. It's sad to see her go. Wasn't she in Bed Knobs and Broomsticks? Yes, she was. I think so. Yes. I love that movie. Yes. I'm trying to think of the other things because I know. How do you spell her last name? Uh, anyway. L A N S B U R Y. F in the chat for Angela Lansbury. Yes, Show your respect. And uh, we'll take a we'll take a I don't know, five second moment of silence. Yeah. In honor of uh, Mrs. Fair Lansbury. Enough. That's a lot for these five people. seconds, Brittany. You didn't say go. <laughs> and hey, go. go. Are you are you timing it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well All right. Back. Angela Lansbury. Now we give her five seconds of silence. Has also been in Murder Shiro, Biz no- uh Ben Knobs and Broomsticks, mm-hmm. Gaslight, Nanny McPhee, Blue Hawaii, Nanny Beauty McPhee. and the Beast, Mary Poppins, Be- Mary Poppins, The Maturian Candidate, Death on the Nile, The Harvey Girls, National Velvet, Miss Eris Goes to Paris, and many, many more. We're she was like on. 82? Yes. She has lived a very full life and yeah. a very successful life. Uh, she's been in so many things and been loved by so many. Yeah. She's had a lot of lovers in her long 
history as a uh, <laughs> a uh, darling of the stage and screen. For sure. So uh, next on the list, we also have. <laughs> she was also in the Grinch. Oh, the, Mr. Grinch. The, Is she really? The, yeah. The Grinch. She's Speaking. the mayor in the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch one. Oh. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. She's also one? in Kingdom yeah. Hearts. The newer, the newest one. Mm-hmm. The, the, the best one so far right now. It's like a three D animated animation. series. Yeah. 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 yeah only it's one that really matters one. to me is Jim Carrey. So. Yeah. Really? I think Ernest Borgnine's is incredible. Um. The original Cumberbatch has got no. The original is the best, but then I love Jim Carrey's. Wow, anything past Jim Carrey's all opinion around. Yeah, Yeah, I'm in Cumberbatch area. The other ones have burnt me out. I've seen them so many times. I bet you want to be in Cumberbatch area. Oh, I would let Cumberbatch be all up in this patch. Like it is 100% on the table. Like. Just letting the universe know. He's Are you the, saying it's the Cumber Patch? He's got the Cumber Patch. I will be for a Cumber Patch kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so that happened. All right. So um, also in Anastasia. Late later on oh, after yeah, Rumor Mill, the, the grandmother. Yeah, I love that movie. So later on movie. after mm-hmm. Rumor Mill, we will get. You know, that's into... got John Cusack, my favorite yes! actor of all time. I will watch anything that. that he is in. <laughs> Me like too. that is another one that I. He's not even like Raven? super attractive, but what? Raven, I have, Raven it's a long so time good. ago. It's like the Edgar Allan Poe thing. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, I'm it's like a mixture that, between oh, the two. It's, it's between so the, like the, the Raven and Tell Hearts. Yes. Is that the one that's Tell, the, tell Heart. Yeah, yeah tell the heart. hearts underneath. Yes. So it's like a mixture between those two. Um, I love John Cusack. He's such a good actor. Get this out of your elbow no, space. it's okay. Please. I might, may or may not shoot Blake in a minute, but. Okay. I'm down. I I love John Cusack. I will watch anything that he is in. That is the one thing that I will watch even on repeat. You shot me first, so I get free game on any one shot. All right. Next on the list of Rumor <laughs> Mill. Uh, we will get into Werewolf by Night after Rumor Mill, uh, a little bit how we felt about it and our opinions on it. But that being that spoken mind. of, obviously it's no secret that we've seen Man-Thing in there. So one little fun thing in MCU, this is not the first thing that we've seen an appearance or a nod to, toward Man-Thing. Uh, we had Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, we had the heads of the champions, which we got mm-hmm. uh, Beta Ray Bill as Taylor, as Beta Shout Ray Burton. Taylor. Yeah, Beta Ray, Beta Ray Burton. So that we had Hulk on there, which they were, you know, forming. But then also in the middle, down in the middle, was Man Thing. Uh, so really, I really would like to know because we know the black and white version turns to color at the end. That that's taken a little bit more in the past, even though on MCU timeline it's showing at the very end. But uh, Thor, one of the theories is. Put this gun down. <laughs> One of the theories is all right. So in Thor, we Dark said World, it, and he showed up. I hey! said Beta Ray Bill, brother. That's crazy. Yes. So Thor, the Dark World, we got those multiple portals, right? Okay. So on Sakar, yeah, you have the Devil's anus, but there's multiple anuses coming out of multiple areas, as we all see through that movie, right? So mm-hmm. I, I yeah, feel lots like of anuses. Yes. So one thing that I truly believe and feel like how Manthane became a, a champion in that uh, arena there is that he literally, when one of those portals opened up during uh, Thor the Dark World, was he just got sucked into one of those or walked into one of those and ended up on Sakaar. Okay. And, and plus, in the comics, there was only one time where Man-Thing got actually sucked into an arena and had to fight in, in an arena. Uh, and that was because there was a wizard only one time in the comics. It was because of magic that actually pulled Man-Thing into there to fight in this Colosseum. So that way, all the portals in the different realms didn't collide together as long hmm. as he was fighting in this arena. So first off, Ben Stewart, our human relations specialist and fact checker extraordinary, is in the chat now. And, uh, sup, sup. 
Welcome, Ben. Uh, was there a sports thing that you had to see or something? Um, and also... Sports, go sports. <laughs> sports, sports, sports. Um, also, uh, in the um, list of powers that Man-Thing has, uh, teleportation is one of them. He can actually create portals and teleport to anywhere that he wants. And he's drawn to wherever fear is the strongest. So it is possible that there was a strong enough amount of fear in on Sakar, Probably created by uh, Beta Ray Bill, because uh, I would say he was the champion prior to Hulk or um, prior to Beta Ray Bill. Oh, yeah. And it, that's by Beast prior, on uh, the yeah. other one, right? The, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Maybe it was by Beast. But he, uh, he is drawn to where the fear is the most, so also he can't be contained, so it is possible where there's a scenario where Man-Thing pops up in the arena in Sakaar, uh, destroys by Beast... Okay. Um, because Bye beast, yeah, um, and then just teleports back out, and they put him on there because it's like, who the hell was this guy? Like he shows up for a day, leaves. What's the biggest difference between Man Thing and Swamp Thing? Because I know they're in essence the same thing, but they're not, and I can't remember what the biggest differences were. Um, a couple of differences. The the thing with the fear, where he uh, extrudes acid through his finger or through his hand through his body uh, when he's in the presence of fear uh and then also um he other than that they're very similar uh and the teleportation uh yeah swamp thing can't teleport i thought he could teleport to different swamps like Ooh. he can swamp thing he can ma- maneuver to different swampy areas i thought swamp thing isn't uh, Van Thing is Marvel. Thanks, Swamp Blake. Thing isn't, so he sucks. Uh, yeah, he gets Thanks. scared. He shits acid. That is correct. Uh, I think that Swamp Thing is able to move his body to wherever there's plant matter that's connected to the earth. So he can he can go and just reform his body out of any plant matter. Uh, he just can't uh, dimensionally transport. Would that right. be the word? Yes. And then Swamp uh, Man Thing uh, or uh, what was I going to say? Shit. Oh, uh, Man Thing hard. can talk, or Swamp Thing can speak normally, and right. Man Thing can't speak. Yeah, I remember watching um, Swamp Thing on a Sci-Fi Channel growing up. Yeah, you remember dude, that show back the in movies? the nineties? I, I love the two one. movies. No. Um, the second one has Heather Locklear in it. Yeah, uh, yep. probably the best movie she ever made. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Nick, back to answer your question, By Beast is an Incredible Hulk and She-Hulk uh, enemy or villain um and it's one person fused into or two people fused into one body and so it's two heads one on top and one on the bottom and they call it the by beast cool so i don't want to get too deep into werewolf by night because we'll talk about that after later on yeah uh but so we have blade deadpool fantastic four and secret wars all delayed right off the bat but that's okay uh mainly blade is delayed because the director is gone uh so they're in search of a new director so that has completely stopped production stopped everything until we find until they find a new director for that oh us yeah yes go ahead no go ahead i'm like you i was raising because i have a thought and if i keep Damn. my hand raised go. then go, i won't go, lose go, it go. run it so i was thinking about Boom. this earlier now go i'm gonna throw something at you but just shoot him i might <laughs> I, again, I play to win. I do this not is, play fair. There's two very crypts, different Chicago, things going so on. I'm, I'm going to get caught in the middle. But oh, shit. that was it a waste. Wasn't, it wasn't working, so. so here's a question for you. You're, we all have agreed Secret Wars. They're leading up to that. Most likely we're going to get a battle world like simulation of some sort sure. that ends up resetting the multiverse. Right. 
Do you think that is how they're going to bring back the OGs, but in a different skin? And that's how they're going to basically reboot the entire system, follow a different maybe lore, but like maybe not the ultimate universe, but one of the other ones. Um, to lead into keeping everything fresh, keeping the main characters there and getting the younger audience because by that time frame it would probably be like most people's grandchildren that are getting into it at that point because we're old as whatever especially people with black hair um i was thinking about that today though like what if they use battle world as a reset for the entire system and that's how they start recasting would you like to hear my thoughts on this? Please. It. Uh, it's a general I, thought process. I completely agree with what you are saying. Mm -hmm. I think that by the time this happens, it will be time to introduce Steve Rogers, uh, Tony Stark, um, probably a new Thor. Uh, although Hemsworth probably be around for a long time. But by the time this releases, Anthony Mackie is going to be like in his mid-40s. Yeah. Um, the idea that he's going to be Captain America. I, I, he was kind of old when they cast him. He's a, he's a year older than I am. Um, and, uh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, he ages way better. Well, black don't crack, but he's, uh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. I was, I knew it was coming. But, uh, so I think I agree completely. I think what we will get huh. is alternate versions of those heroes. And then the, the actors cast as them will be brought into the main MCU. So hmm. I was thinking about miles and how everybody's really pushing for miles to appear in the MCU. And I think that would be almost the perfect way. Because yeah. if you bring it into Battleworld, because you have Spider-Man that survives, I believe, on both planets, like from both the Earths. Um, one is Miles and one is Peter Parker. Correct. And it would be, that would be almost one of those, like, everybody stands up, cheers when Miles enters the street, like this movie at that point in battle world when these things like cross over and when they put everything back they file like they fall in line with the miles storyline mm -hmm. instead of the ultimate universe storyline so that actually is the comic story of how miles ended up in the 616 he was it's he's the ultimate spider-man yeah. after peter parker's death and then during the battle world crossover when they put the they smashed the ultimate universe and the 616 together Miles came from the six, or hmm. the Ultimate Universe to the six one six. So that's exactly how he was introduced in the Marvel comics. That would I think be it makes total sense. Yeah. And if I had to throw my ring and like my hat in the ring, as far as how I would want Miles Morales' story to go, I want a true Spider Verse story, where you have the homeboy that's going through and trying to kill all the Spider Men and oh, eat yeah. them and devour them. Maybe not that far into it, but what is their name the uh, starts with an R. The you. <laughs> I can't matter. think of it now. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but yeah, he like eats Peter Parker's eye and just goes after all the Spider-Men. That would be a very interesting story that you can tell over multiple and like lead up to a badass Spider-Man villain. It'd be awesome to get all of the other Spider-Men back again too as well. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, I digress. Especially Tobey Maguire. Especially. Ooh, that would be fun. Like you get like even older Toby, and you get yeah. like old man Peter Parker. Well, that's We're thing. totally derailing this we entire can go all the way though, to like, like 70 year old... Uh, 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 Toby Maguire and still have him as Spider Man. Oh, I want it so bad. I want him to have a walker that has like spider webs all over it. <laughs> so, next on the list, Dakota Johnson spotted on set with white hair as Madam Webb. That was Our... a Fifty Shades of White joke. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. That makes 
So we yeah. are, we we have her as wearing like this cloak and this hood, obviously to kind of hide her character on set for photographs. But we are seeing a little glimpse of white hair. So to, that being said, we are kind of getting more of a comic accurate Madam Web, maybe not in the age wise, but the look wise. So uh, it's exciting uh, to get a little bit more visual and stuff and see where they're heading towards this uh, Madam Web series. To be fair, dealing with that many different Peter Parkers, you would get white hair. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I, I just. I'm. I don't know that I'm ready for a young Madam Web, traditionally attractive version of Madam Web. The Inheritors. Thank you, Ben. I'm ready for uh, it. As opposed to the old lady Madam Web. Yes. Thank you. I just clicked as what you were saying, but uh, I just I don't think that they have enough set up for a Madam Web story. It's Sony. They. I know. They're just throwing anything at the wall and see what sticks. So it doesn't. Yeah. I know, but still. I want it to be good. I genuinely, with all my heart, want it to Especially be good. Especially when you're going this deep into the Spider-Verse. I mean, when you're bringing yes. Madam Web to, I mean, live action, you want that to be good. Yeah. I What? Uh, but anyway, I think <laughs> it's really an ancillary character. Like, that's it's not like there's a lot of fandom for Madam Web. No. This is, and, and I think that's the thing with uh, the Sony trying to do this expanded Spider-Man universe. Um, they're hoping to strike gold like the MCU did with the Guardians of the Galaxy. So they're using all of these characters that aren't well known, um, hoping that one of them will be incredibly popular. Mm. But based on what they've done with Venom, what they've done with uh, the uh, Morbius movie, um, I just... No, when I say what I said, I mean, like, growing up on the 90s Spider-Man series, mm-hmm. Madam Web was a big big person in that series. I mean, she she had a big portrayal and a, and a big story arc in that, and she had a lot to do with Peter Parker. And so that, that was later oh, in yeah. the series, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was After they the, have yeah, a lot on. set up. But that, that, that's what that. I'm going off of. Like, I mean, like, growing up as a kid, seeing that cartoon in the 90s, mm-hmm. like, I really want to see this portrayed well. I really want to see this done well. I don't want to see this just thrown in there and it be half ass or them just grasping at straws. Because uh, I actually enjoyed the Madam Web uh, storyline. She's with a very in interesting the, character. In the, uh, in the 90s. Right, but it wasn't like Madam Web fighting villains or doing anything no, crazy. She was no, sitting no. in a floating chair yeah. and telling yeah. Peter and all of the other alternate Spider-Mens what world they needed to go right. to and how they needed to save people. Like, There's not a lot of Madam Web action to base this off of. Right. And if they're just going to rob uh, Spider-Woman um, <sighs> or any of the other f- uh, female-centric spider characters and just take some of their like storylines and then put them on Madam Web, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. My biggest fear with this movie is that they are going to tie it into into the Spider-Verse, the animated. And that's how they're going to get Tobey Maguire. They're going to get all these live actions that we've seen into the animated. And it's going to have like a crossover thing. And if they do, I'm going to be so mad at Sony. Because they're going to be like, it worked for Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. And that like they could do it correctly. But I just don't trust Sony to do it correctly. If they let the MCU help direct what they're doing or at least have some sort of creative control over it, I think it'll be all right. They won't, though, since all those are all Sony. MCU doesn't have anything to do with it. They do have to make, like, one Spider-Man movie every two years to keep the rights. Yeah. Um, So they're just going to keep pumping them out. Hmm. So next on the list, we got the new Black Panther trailer, uh, mm-hmm. and everybody's almost 100% sure we finally get to see Shuri. I mean, you see the same the same dots you know, on Shuri's face that's yeah. on the, the Black it's Panther Shuri. mask. I, I, I'm going to say it's Shuri, but the actress that plays Nakia is saying that we just think we're close, but we have not even came close to guessing at all on knowing the Black Panther, like who's taking on the Black Panther mantle. 
So I don't know if she's saying that just to throw us I think off. That's a mis- yeah. Misdirect. Or or are we going to get like the Delor? Or I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Uh, DeLorean? No, is that no, what no, you can always Dora, say? Dora, Dora Milaje. Oh. Are we going to get all of them in Black Panther suits? You know, we're going to have multiple Black Panthers where they're fighting? Or is that just seriously just a throw off for us? Because, so, yeah, we pretty much have guessed it all. I <laughs> think... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, you, you go. I think it's just your... If there's going to be other people in a suit similar to the Black Panther, it's mm. going to be their spec ops teams that you're going to see that are going to go in there that are going to be like... The equivalent to like Navy SEALs or Black Ops teams that we have now, where mm-hmm. they're going to be in specific uniforms. So I feel like that'd be the Dormilaje. I mean, possibly, but you have males their, that are in there. There's a prime. whole different team set for this. Right. And you see him being part of the Black Panther co- uh, council, council when Shuri takes over as the leader and the queen, while uh, Chakala, I can't talk. Chakala. Thank you. Takes over um, the Kingdom of the Dead and all of that. But that if there's anybody else in a Black Panther suit, it's going to be like a spec ops type of yeah. situation. So Black Panther 1 is basically Iron Man 1 for the most part. It, it copies kind of that story. You're not wrong. Line. Now that I, yeah. Uh, so I, my concern hearing that right. is that they're going to copy Iron Man 3 and there's going to be a uh, bunch of Black Panther costumes that are going to be okay. on a lot of people. And so it's just not going to be like one. At least one we know Black these Panther won't be blowing be. up and dying simultaneously. <laughs> Now we know of. Well, that, uh, oh, Ben, that's a that's a solid idea. What if it's Beta Ray Bill under the suit? He's not sure. <laughs> I'm for that actually. It's definitely Shuri in the trailer yes. that they show us. Yeah. But also, we know how bad Marvel is about putting things in trailers and that are CG them out. and then taking them back out. So I just don't know how I would feel unless. Landon, can you fix my phone? Um. So this would be completely left field thing. Just right over that way. Yay. Okay. Uh, That's frozen still. Anyway, so this would be a complete like left field thing. Mm -hmm. If they were going to have somebody else in it, I would want it to be Storm. Uh. She was the queen of Wakanda for a minute until Neymar attacked looking for the Avengers, being on the X-Men side, and then she had to choose sides, and that's where that split was. And really she them. was from Africa, and they may have had a relationship that they could play mm. into in between the two series. That's the only one that I would have been like, you've still got my attention with. Sure. Everything else is just... Well, I, I personally feel like, like the storylines that they give us with Black Panther 1 and, and the route that they're showing us on a lot of things, I just don't feel like in the MCU that would truly make a whole lot of sense with her coming into that role. I see them bringing her role in. If they were to bring her role in her, just being like a close childhood friend, uh, a black of T'Challa. Uh, I just don't see them bringing her in that, that depth of a row for where the MCU has went so far. And mm-hmm. cause I mean, it would be super choppy and super sloppy. I think if they did, but I could see them bringing storm in as a like close childhood friend that grew up with T'Challa that cared a lot that they were best friends. And that's how her character escalated and, and uh, evolved from where we are in the MCU. I, I don't, I, I like the idea of storm. Showing I don't up, think it's going to happen. Gonna like happen. I said, it's going to be a thousand percent left field, but that's the only other option I'm okay with. Other than Shuri. Yeah, but other than that, I think the the Dora Milaje probably aren't going to all get Black Panther suits. And yeah. and uh, it's possible we might see somebody in the suit for a minute. And I think when we do, it will be um, it will be uh, Umbaku 
in a yeah. Black Panther suit. Well, did you notice in the trailer, it looked like he had a slight Black Panther necklace around him mm-hmm. when he was speaking at one time. So I wonder if like they temporarily gave it to him or We're if he temporarily... The with, like the teeth, mm-hmm. almost looking things. He had that in the movie. That's true. That but was anyways. just like his thing. Right. Anyways. <laughs> You're just hamming my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching him like just lay out and stretching with everything he has. Um, I think, I think we'll see the death of Mbaku in this movie, and I, I think he's going to try to be the Black Panther. I, I do. Yeah. I think. I think that's what we're going to see is that Mbaku is going to pass. I do not. Agree. I can see him trying to take the mantle and then immediately getting killed, and then there's no. I mean, it's, it's left up to nobody else but Shuri being the one that's worthy of taking that mantle. I think. I don't think he's going to die. I think if he. Okay, if he does, it's going to be in a way of Shuri realizing that she has to do what she doesn't want to do, and she's going to be, what's the word I'm looking for? What's happening? Um, Not super excited about Mm. taking over that role in that position, and so he's going to talk to her and give her like a hard-to-hear type of encouragement type of speech. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Everything's great. There was our one F word for the night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, like, Ben does to Elliot Page in Umbrella. Like, that type of sure. harsh but reality check that she's going to have. Um, if he dies, it's going to be to further push her story along and basically fridge him instead of Shuri. Right. But I don't think he's going to die. I think he's too much of a fan favorite. Uh, we'll see. I mean, he did jump ship over to DC to do the voice of Batman for Batman Unburied. Yeah. So it's it's possible. Uh, but anyway, Blake on yeah, the next list. So we uh, we got Black Adam debuts debuts in ten days. Ten whole days. Ten whole days. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, brother. I, uh, Everything's great. Everything's fantastic. Was Black Adam come- not to put the buttons in the thing? With Black Adam debuting in ten days, I'm, I'm really curious. Like, what is your thoughts on this? Like, all of the leaks, all of the notions that's been said, the things that the Rock has kind of led forth on uh, little notions and stuff with you know Henry Cavill. Perfect. Uh, which I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of excited to see it. I, I really. Oh my god. I never thought I would get my hopes up for a DC project, but I'm kind of getting my hopes up, and I I really want this to be good. I really do, and. Uh, so uh, I don't know. I'm putting a lot of hope into it. I really am. We'll see what your thoughts are on this. I'm, I strongly hope that it's good. Uh, I want good things out of the DCU, DCEU, and I hope that the shakeup with uh, the behind-the-scenes people running the DC movies um, leads to better films. So maybe... I think it's going to be crap, but it's going to be entertaining. And then if they continue with it, that's when they're going to start seeing the changes based off of the new Discovery Plus WB stuff. Yeah. And it's going to adapt going forward. But I genuinely do think this movie is just going to be entertaining. And that's like the base level of it. Um, I I really enjoyed I really enjoyed uh, Man of Steel. Um, despite the like nonsensical way that he ends up like murdering thousands and thousands of people, it didn't make me not like the movie. It just it was like that's an interesting choice, Zack Snyder. Um, and then Batman vs Superman, I I really enjoy that movie. I have no issues with it. The the whole thing with Batman just straight up killing people, 
uh, is a little dark, but again, Superman's murdering people, Batman's murdering people. It's just this DCEU. You know, they're they're going to get better over time. Um, Will they? Wonder Woman, I thought was good. If it's it's a little boring, it's basically just Captain America: New Avenger. But I thought it's a solid film. I really loved the first okay. one. No, I completely 80s, agree. Not so much. No, the first one, like he says, almost identical female version of Captain America. That being said, I did enjoy it though. I, I really did enjoy it, like you just said. Uh, but man, the second one they bombed. I liked '84 too. I don't have any complaints about Wonder Woman. 84. Zero complaints. Uh, well, I take it back. I have complaints okay. about Wonder Woman '84. It's still a good. It's an entertaining and good movie, uh, but there could definitely be improvements. To it. It's probably right there with Thor four for me. I like oh, it. It's definitely there with Thor four. For There's me. some sad moments, like Shit. not sad moments, like sad that like tugged at my heartstrings. There's things like, man, they could have done that way. You're better. talking about Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, it's Gore, definitely on Gore, the same definitely. level. Yeah, um, it's it's shit. Uh, Shazam was a no sell for me, man. I thought that was so boring. Uh, Nick Beck says Shazam it. was better no, than sh- Batman sh- versus Superman. Me, uh, Shazam to me was entertaining. Like I didn't look for a continuation or a big huge storyline because DCU's already been like a huge failure. But as in just watching the standalone movie itself, I, it was entertaining to me. I, I laughed. I had a good time watching it. Way better time than most of the DCU projects. You so. know why though? And I bet it's the same reason with mine. I went into Shazam not knowing nearly as much as I do with Batman true. and Superman. This is very true. So it was very much a blank slate, just give me what you got. And while Superman and Batman, there's so much backstory that I know to them. And watching everything that goes down, I'm just like, A, I didn't realize and put two and two together that Martha and Martha. But like also, like, that's dumb. Martha! Yes. Why did you say that name? Blah, 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 blah. Like, no. Like, that's even dumb for me. Even yeah. after I put it together and I was like, sure. eh, that's funny. Shazam, I didn't know that much about. I never really cared to read much about it outside of, like, playing the Injustice games. So I think that's why it's more entertaining than Batman versus Superman. Uh, ben says that Wonder Woman 84 is garbage. What the Amen. F are you talking about? I see I, a trend on what he thinks is garbage. There's, <laughs> there's some things in it that I'm not a fan of. Uh, it, it stalled a little in the middle. The whole thing with uh, Steve Trevor makes no sense. Um, that was just silly. Like That's Dumb. the silliest way to bring the actor back. Like It, yep. it just made no sense to me. Um, but it, the action was solid. The um, che- Cheetah, I was not impressed with what little bit we got she- her there at the very end. The fight like... with Cheetah is lame. Yes. The, the golden chicken armor was nothing she didn't need that to fight cheetah it was nothing it, yeah. like the, the thing that they like advertise leading all the way to the movie she's gonna be in this awesome golden armor and it's literally does nothing and then pedro pascal as uh as um, him. maxwell lord was a waste like it's it's very similar to how how poorly done gore was maxwell lord is an incredible villain from the the dc and pedro pascal is an incredible actor and pedro pascal is an amazing actor and instead we get this like yes, he is i i don't know i don't even want to get into it but yeah. uh, but any any at the end of the day there's there's moments in there that i like the thing with shazam and i don't i didn't enjoy shazam because watching it and thinking about it after the fact feels very much like the superhero films aimed at kids that we got in the late 80s, early 90s, you know, like Meteor Man. Um, there's some other stuff out there that, like, um, it's just been done. It's been done. It's been done. It's been done. And they just did it again. They like, were just like, oh, here's a kid. gets superpowers. It's really funny. Uh, he makes a family. They're really close. Uh, they beat up some villains. And then they're all better. And it's going to be great at the end. And it's like, there could have been so much more to that. Like, the story of Billy yeah. Batson is so much more... Uh, 
uh, heartfelt, in depth. It's like he he's an incredible sure. character. Billy Batson is an incredible character, and uh, um, I just he didn't. I didn't see Billy Batson in it. I just saw uh, uh, what's his name Levi as uh, as Zachary, Shazam. Levi Zachary, Zachary Levi as Shazam. Great casting. He looks like he looks like Captain Marvel from the comics. But uh, I don't know. Just Billy Batson was so not. He's- Good. Still don't know a lot about him or yeah. Black Adam in general. Billy and- Batson is like the bravest kid in the world. Like he just like even without the Shazam powers would run into the middle of like a superhero fight. He wouldn't even think twice about it because like he just he's so purely good. And the Billy Batson we get in Shazam is just like I don't yeah. know. He's an angsty orphan with some family issues, yeah. and then he gets superpowers. And it's like yeah. It was such a big change from the character in the comics that it almost felt like that's not the character we got. You mm. know. Um, and I, I think maybe that's my problem with it is that if you're going to if you're going to modernize your character, um, don't bastardize all of his all of his personality and characteristics and who he has been for his entire uh, history. And just be like, ah, he's, a, he's an angsty teen, and he how he gets superpowers, and right. I don't know, he's not happy about this new foster family he lives with. It's whatever. So, next thing on the list, another DC project, Titan Season 4 comes out November 3rd. Uh, we get a little uh, teaser trailer clip of uh, Lex Luthor reaching out to Serverboy. Have y'all seen that? I've not watched nope. the trailer for the next... I haven't watched uh, past Season gotcha. 2 of Titans. Well, you, well, <laughs> thank you, Keaton. <laughs> I've not caught up on Titans, so I was hoping y'all... I did see um, the guy that was playing Dick Grayson in the actual Nightwing, and I was like, that's pretty legit. I yeah. did dig that. I did see the trailer for the new uh, Gotham Knights the game, though. Mm-hmm. I watched that, and I'm trying to get some free shiz from that. But other yeah. than that, I when does that drop? Not, uh, later this month. Because yeah. pre-orders are still open, and I think it goes on sale like the 26th. I don't know. I'm freaking excited for it, though. Nice. So uh, uh, Billy Medlin said Black Adam has the best chance, I think, mainly because DJ had creative control over it and could trump the WB execs if he wanted or needed to. Uh, I, I hope so. I honestly hope so, Billy. Uh, I think that the soul of the movie might be good. Uh, I think that at the end of the day, The Rock is a funny actor, and he's made some decent films, but I also don't see like him with creative control, meaning that it's going to lead to a good anti-hero superhero film, but maybe. He also did an interview, not that... like I do my best not to watch stuff beforehand, especially mm-hmm. if I'm really excited for it. Like I probably won't watch anything after this week about black Panther, but with black Adam, I really don't care. So I've been watching <laughs> stuff of, like the interviews he had and, uh, Dwayne Johnson did make a comment specifically talking about hearing fans and listening to them and the things that are coming f- like in the future from that, uh, and that's what leads me to believe that this is probably going to be kind of like a movie. And then going forward, like no matter how much this bombs, I still think we're going to get a second uh, Black Adam. I think it's going to come around one way or another, whether it's Justice League, Injustice, something. But I think the next one might be better based off of what you're saying as far as like more control. Because I think he'll actually have more control with the next one and bringing fans into it than what he does right now. Because this is all filmed with the previous team. Sure. 
Yeah, I, 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 the, the crazy thing about the Black Adam film is that I'm not even. Black Adam isn't even the character I'm most excited to see. Like, Dr. Fate is way up there. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan oh, yeah. is a perfect yeah. casting for Dr. Fate. I love Pierce Brosnan. Um, he yeah. is just awesome, like, no matter how old he gets. Yeah. And, and you can kind of <laughs> like take or wine. leave um, Adam Smasher, but uh, Hawkman, dude, Hawkman is such a cool comic character. I'm really excited to see him on screen and done well. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and I, I'd like to see a Hawkman spinoff. I'd like to see maybe something that brings in Green Arrow and you get the actual Oliver Queen, Oliver Queen Green Arrow and that leads into Green Lantern. And then maybe we get a good Justice League film after the fact. Yeah. It'd be nice in theory. It would be interesting, but I think that they're going to reboot a lot of characters after this year. We'll see. A lot of it. So uh, next on the list, we have uh, Colin Farrell, uh, who gives us uh, about the Penguin spinoff off the Batman movie that we just all watched and loved. Uh, it will take place, he says, one week after the Batman movie. Uh, right off the bat, the script starts off, he says, with uh, Cobblepots walking into Falcone's uh, office, uh, splashing around in water. So uh, Gotham is still heavily underwater. And he said the script is just written so beautifully. But that, that is right where the spinoff will take place is one week after the movie ended. So um, I'm trying to see the comments over there on the uh, the TikTok. What do we got going on over there? Firestarter? Firestarter? That's a oh, Stephen he's King a, film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's coming out soonish. Oh, it's already came out. Zach oh, it's already out. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's already it, up for actually. a reboot. I think it was on Netflix. No, I haven't so watched it yet. Prime. What else what we got over there? Oh. Um, Too many streaming. Oh, dude, yeah. I would love to see Bizarro pop up in one of the <gasps> the superhero or Superman movies going forward. Yeah. You could use that from the webtoons. So if you want more Bizarro, by the way um webtoons i'm kind of addicted for it not a sponsor but if you want me to be a sponsor of webtoons i totally uh, sponsored by webtoons you guys get all my money every month anyway um but there's a fun new red hood outlaws series that's on webtoons that covers uh red hood you have bizarro and then artemis artemis that like all three of them go together. Uh, I just read like this week's drop. Things are getting spicy, and I'm for this. I'm, I think it's interesting because that's an actual uh, a run of the Red Hood and the Outlaws comics that they're putting on webtoons. So it's like DC is just pumping their their comics over to webtoons. Which I mean, they're getting money from it because they have yeah. so many that you can pay for to get in advance, or you can watch it for free if you're like on a budget. I should be on a budget, but Laura Olympus. And well, it's not play. a terrible idea because DC Universe bombed so hard. Yes. And they, their, like, subscription service for comics I don't think does very well. So, so the Bat family has a lot of a following. And it's a really cute, lighthearted series about, like, just the Bat family in general. And even some characters I didn't know about. Um, and then you have the Outlaws. And then you're going to get a Vixen story coming up soonish. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be an interesting way to... So when you're talking about interesting as far as it being a comic, I think that it would be an interesting way for them to see what they should do next based off of the views that they're seeing for these. Because the Bat family is already going to become an animated series. 
Um, so now with Vixen coming out and the outlaws and they can see all these comics and who is it going to pay for it to see that stuff. That's kind of ingenious. And I would give WB props if that's actually what they're thinking about. So here's the problem with that. The DCU is going to need about another 20 years to get to where they can introduce Jason Todd and then kill him off and then bring him back and then introduce him as the Red Hood and then do that storyline with Batman and then introduce him with his own line and his own team. Yeah. So, well, I think that that's a great idea. I love I love Red Hood and the Outlaws. I do wish he'd go back to his original costume with the the red helmet cuz I don't like the the hood with the like ventilator. Yeah. Um I I think the helmet was a cooler look. If you skip the origins like Marvel's starting to do. Thank you, Daddy Feige. We did get a dead Robin in in uh, uh, Justice League. Like there's a, yep. a beaten up Joker, Jokerized Robin costume. You could, so. in theory, skip the origin, have a couple of flashbacks or a couple mentions, and just go on with your day. It's possible. It is totally possible. But also, we'd have to skip Bizarro's origin. Um, I believe the Artemis character was introduced in Wonder Woman. Correct. Yes, the, because Wonder she Woman was the 84. one that took over for Wonder Woman for a little bit, and everybody hated her. Yeah, so, but I believe her character was introduced in Wonder Woman 84. But uh, so Between those two comics, just from this free comic website, they have close to 2 million followers between those two hmm. individual comics. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. What's the bottom comment we got on TikTok over there? What? Like, do, 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 do. What time? From Swamp Thing Two reference. Does oh. Finale start? Oh. Are you talking about Firestarter? Oh, he's talking about, or they're talking about when I said that uh, that was Heather Locklear's best movie. Uh, oh, I get you. That was a joke. It's a uh, probably not her finest work, but it's. I mean, I love it. I don't know what Jordan. What time does Finale start? Um, Which Finale? I don't know on that, that one. The Shield oh, finale? finale? That's yeah, tomorrow. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yep. Stay up till 2 a.m. You'll be able to catch it. Uh, it's California time. It's midnight in California, 2 uh, o'clock in the morning c- in Missouri. Central, central t- yeah, Central time's 2 a.m. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Blake, what else we got? All right, last but not least, we got the Tales of the Jedi that are coming up, and we actually have confirmation of which Jedi will be in the Tales of the Jedi. Uh, so we will have Ahsoka, we will have Count Dooku, we have uh, Pati, we have Qui-Gon Jinn, and we have a young Qui-Gon Jinn. We got Mace Windu, Darth Sidious, Bill Grana, Inquisitor uh, Clancy Brown, and Anakin Skywalker, and Obi-Wan. So in the Tales of the Jedi series that we will be getting here soon, those are all the characters that we will be getting in these different storylines. Yeah, and, and hmm. it's... Uh, It'll be it'll be interesting to see what they make canon because all yeah. of this will be canon to the new Star Wars timeline, and then what from the expanded universe novels they'll uh, they'll bring in right with this with this cartoon. I just want to see what it's gonna do. I don't have much thoughts on what they may or may not do with this one. I just with Star Wars, I like to go in with a fresh look on what sure. it is. Because there's so many different things that they could do with all of this. I know with uh, the Qui-Gon, we will be getting uh, Liam Neeson playing his voice. Yay. We will not be getting Hayden Christensen playing Anakin Skywalker. Mm. We'll be getting the original uh, person that played, you know, Games the uh, animated. Yes. And same way with Obi-Wan. Uh, but we will be getting Liam Neeson playing as uh, the older Qui-Gon. He will be playing that voice. Who's, uh, who's the commenter saying hello all there at the bottom? Uh, Lonnie Johnson 500. Oh, Lonnie, what's up, man? 
What's up? Heroes for Kids. Good to see you guys in the chat. But uh, yeah, that's this week for Rumor Mill. These rumors are milled. So guys, you may notice I'm wearing some pretty swaggy swag today. Mm. Uh, uh, Swaggiest of swag. It's the swaggiest of swags. If you'd like to get your own Comically Inclined shirt, please head over to comicallyinclined.com and check out our merch page. We've got not only our lovely logo shirts, we also have our Fudge Duck shirt, uh, one of Brittany's favorite quotes, and her uh, Sorry I Squirreled. Uh, Yeah. One thing she's most known for. I got here at seven. We have the Heather What's in Chat shirt on there, as well as Taylor Burton is a sexy mountain man. And And, uh, my favorite. Can I say it? Yeah. All right. So we have a Madison She-Hulk shirt that Danny himself designed, which I freaking love. And it's Madison... It's Madison and Mephisto together. Uh, We call it the Queen of Hell shirt uh, because uh, she's actually supposed to come back in the finale with Titania. And she's Madison with a Y. Not where you think, and with two N's. And I do believe that this is going to be some sort of greater big bad reveal uh, for that character. I think it's a trap. It's a trap! I think (laughs) people are going to be looking too far into it, and it's going to be a red herring. And but you know what? I'm gonna, gonna come in. I'm gonna enjoy it while we're riding it. So, so while we're talking high. about uh, Mephisto and uh, Beta Ray Bill, uh, we're also doing top five uh, properties we'd like to see in live action uh, this week. No, just a one thing. Fantastic. So, top <laughs> five uh, properties we'd like to see. In live action. Uh, Blake, do you want to kick us off with your number five? I do. And here's something I have not seen since I was really young. This was on Cartoon Network and Boomerang, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But Johnny Quest. I really enjoyed the old Johnny Quest cartoon series. And I would love to see... Why are you laughing? Because I forgot that that series existed until you said something. You have uh, Haji. Is that right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Haji. Uh, And I can't remember the girl's name. But like you know, they're kind of like a young teenager. I believe it's Joanna uh, Quest. Maybe. Sure. It uh, isn't. I, I made that. Up. Barely remember that series. No, I don't think that was. <laughs> I made actually. it up. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, you know, they they go on these series of uh, you know making these discoveries and these uh, solving these uh, these things. <laughs> I, I, these these go quests. On, I would say they go they on solve quests. These quests. Yeah. 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 And it's kind of like a te- like almost like a Race teenage Bannon. uh futuristic X-Files type thing for for teenagers. And I don't know. I I'm really shocked. I mean, that was a huge huge thing in the 60s and 70s and 80s, I think, uh cartoon-wise, and we have never seen a live action series of that. Yeah, ben, can you fact check that? I believe there was a live action Johnny Quest. Uh, well, it's not one that we deserved. I don't know if it was made for TV or if it was uh I do think I know Maybe I'm thinking of Tintin, because I get those two mixed up sometimes. Tintin had a, uh, a 3D animation yeah. film released. And I know that one wasn't that great. But when yeah. I think of Johnny Quest, I also think of Wildcats. Yeah. And that was another one. Like, whenever you said that yeah. and I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's, a tra- like, that's a whole thing to travel down. And it's like Super Friends. I watched mm-hmm. that. Wildcats, oh, yeah. all in the same time frame. Yeah. My, my favorite adaptation of Johnny Quest is the Venture Brothers uh, from <laughs> yes. Comedy Central. Or... Com, uh, 
Adult Swim. Yeah, uh, I love Venture Brothers. That's uh, anyway. If you around the same time, out. you get a Space Ghost too. You know? yes. Space Ghost, coast yeah. to coast. That was a great talk show. Yeah. Uh, over on the TikTok chat, we got uh, what is one of the worst cosplays you guys have ever seen? Uh, the worst cosplay I've ever seen is a person who should not have been wearing spandex uh, was in a <laughs> blue uh, Zentai uh, um, suit. And I said, uh, you know, honestly, I, I just, it was an honest question. I was like, are you the uh, the girl from uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Like when she gets uh, blown up as a blueberry? And she said, no, I'm Mystique. And I was like, yeah, you sure are. That's, uh, that's the worst cosplay I've ever seen. I don't have an answer because, A, I don't cosplay, so I can't say anything because I just go into a spiral when I even start thinking about who I should cosplay. Uh, but also... I can't say anything about what somebody's doing. That's the worst cosplay I've ever seen. It was just... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Brittany, you're number five. <laughs> Everything's great. Uh, my number five is Laura Olympus. Mostly because I want an animated series so that the colors kind of like jive with... I love watching these two right now. <laughs> Uh, they're rubbernecking so hard to try trying to read, to read the TikTok comments. Uh, which is funny because they both have computers that they could bring up and watch the TikTok stream mm, on, yeah. but and neither I, one of yeah. them are doing that. Instead, they're breaking their backs trying to watch. That is smart. Uh, Brittany, so. you're smart. I know. Imagine that. The social media director being smart. But, uh, yeah, Laura Olympus. I want to see that kind of in live, live action. What's your phone number? Um, but mostly because... I want to see who they would cast as, like, Hades in Persephone. I'm not going to say what my phone number is on live, <laughs> on, live on the internet. Do look, it. In your, look in your phone. Do it. Uh, <laughs> Laura Olympus, that is a great show, um, or a great comic. I love it. Uh, I'm so glad you turned me on to it because I love Giggity. Laura Olympus. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Giggity indeed. I'm getting the third volume of the series later this week, I think. I'm so Huh. I got like, uh, up to the volume five pre-ordered. <laughs> Blake knows all about Laura Olympus as oh, well. Oh yeah. Oh god, yeah. Heather, what's in chat? Nick Beck's number five is Thundercats. Dude, I love Thundercats, Thundercats. and oh. it has been a long time coming since uh, we. It, it probably sent a text to my phone that is streaming. It is. Instagram. I see the text message actually you know coming what? through this right now. This is too much work. I'm not doing it. Uh, also, Blake, you should be able to just go to our TikTok. And then on your phone. And just watch and it. And watch it on your phone. Oh, shit. And see the comments. Yes, oh I my God. On your phone, which is right next to us. Yeah, y'all know what I have to work with. Dude, I love Thundercats. Yeah. And, and the fact that we've never gotten a live action Thundercats is extremely sad to me. I can't get behind that one almost just because i keep thinking of cats the musical as thundercats with the sword no that is the only mental image that i have thundercats has such a great storyline beginning to end it is such a a well done storyline and and it would be done so well cinematically in like three films you give it the lord of the rings treatment you know beginning middle end uh four hours a piece uh thundercats 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 ho i am all about it I missed the one with Will Friddle in it. Like it was like the young Thundercats type oh, yeah. of thing. It was like not baby and it's not the crap that that's out now. I do not approve. Uh, but yeah, it was like Lino trying to come into his own. I liked that one. It was a good I'm adaptation. Sad that that ended so early. Heather, what else we got? Taylor Burton's number five is John Stewart. 
Yeah. Yeah, we do need a John Stewart Green Lantern. Who would you cast as John Stewart? Oh, that is a great question, and we'll wait. Uh, we won't wait, but we'll say. come back to yeah, it. Yeah, but I would love to know who who would be cast as. Yeah, uh, drop it in the comments. John who would you cast as John Stewart? Um, I think. Uh, I would say Idris Albert just because I want to see him and everything. <laughs> yeah, and Idris Elba would be suit? a great John. Oh, Stewart. I would be oh, yeah. so happy through that entire movie. Is The Rock doing anything? He'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that was mean. That was mean. Just saying, if he's trying to get into the DCEU. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> Ben's number five is Martian Manhunter. Yes, uh, we did get a tease of Martian Manhunter in the Snyder Cut, and it was I, it was well cast. I yeah. think that was a great actor to do Martian Manhunter. It looked really good. Yeah. Um, and I, I would love a standalone Martian Manhunter movie, and not even in the Justice League, just like John Jones' story. Yeah. Um, from leaving Mars to coming to Earth to being a villain to hiding as a hero and then being outed as uh, the Martian Manhunter and then being allowed to join the Justice League after the fact. That's one character's solo story that does not get talked about all that mm -hmm. much. You mostly see him in a team environment. Yeah. So he Sad. was in the Death and Return of Superman. He was There was a character called Bloodwings, and he was a vampire uh with superpowers and he was a good guy and uh he got set on like near the end of the the death of superman storyline it was a justice league comic he got set on fire and it revealed that he was actually the martian manhunter in disguise uh he wasn't a vampire he was just he just shape-shifted and come up with this whole character so that he could be a hero because he had previously been a villain i didn't i probably forgot or i didn't know i don't know there's a lot that could happen between those two um didn't know about that one but i do remember him being john jones the actual mm -hmm. detective uh, yeah i was gonna say detective but i felt like i was wrong yeah let yeah, me see if i detective... can find a picture of blood wings from the uh i'd like to show that to you uh i really liked that character and i liked the, what they did with that in a lot of the animated series yeah so uh rev uh rev pikachu says silverhawks would be another one that would be interesting that yeah, is dude. a callback i love silverhawks yeah well, remember when he did top five action figures from our childhood yes. and i brought in uh buzz cut from from silverhawks nice. yeah yeah so that's a great one what else we got in chat heather uh, live at keaton news live action spider-man 2099 Ooh. Oh, who yeah. would you cast as spider-man pedro pascal uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I would love to see a Spider-Man 2099 live action. Oh I want to see a, a punk Spidey with just is punk, it, like, isn't Blink-182 is coming back. You can bring him in on yeah. that. Like, just do a Blink-182 punk Spidey. Now, isn't Pedro Pascal it. supposed to be playing his voice in the uh, Enter the Spider-Verse, I think? I think so. That sounds right. Spider-Man 2099? I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, it is. It's, oh, no, it's not Pedro Pascal. It's, um, uh, uh, Diego Moon Knight. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. No, that's right. right. Spider-Man 2099. Yep, you're right. Even better. Sergeant Dokes from Dexter uh, for John Stewart. That'd be cool. What's up? Pedro Pascal. He hasn't even been in Marvel yet, has he? Uh... <laughs> Sergeant Dokes from Dexter. <laughs> you want to say Ben's? You want to do it? Ben's? Surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise, yeah. motherfucker. All right, um, that's three. He's like, he's like right under Samuel L. Jackson when it comes to the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Oh, it was Blood Wind. Wow, I've been saying that wrong many, many years. Huh. Uh, Bloodwing is Bloodwings is also the name of my uh, my metal band. So I just I was like, hey, this uh, this character would be cool. Nice. So, so is, that, is that all we have in chat? Yes. 
All right. My number five is a comic series that actually comes off of the Fables uh, comics from uh, Dark Horse, but it's called The Unwritten. Um, and it is basically Harry Potter if um, his story had been real, but then he got amnesia and was brought into the real world and raised by his author as his child. And so he had to grow up being what essentially would be Harry Potter, but in, uh, growing into adulthood, he grew to hate the character and then finds out that he actually is the character from the story and that he was brought into the real world. And so he has to go through all these adventures of like learning who he is and meeting his version of uh, Hermione and Ron. And they go on this like whole adventure against their enemy, but they're adults and dealing with adult stuff in, in the real world. And it's, it's, it's a great story. I love The Unwritten. Never heard of it. I mean, I'm gonna have to Google that. It's one of my all-time though. faves. Uh, <laughs> Taylor, I agree. MCU without Pedro Pascal is good, but it could be better. What would you cast him as? Like, who would you cast him as? That's the next question. Who would you cast as Spider-Man '99, and who would you put Pedro Pascal as? And while you're thinking about these things, Blake, what's your number four? My number four is. I know I've mentioned this before. It's been in my top five, I think, a couple of times. Just because, like, this this cartoon is stuck with my childhood, and I still love it, and I still watch it to this day. Is uh, a <laughs> yeah, it's the Jack, it's the Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, I know him. You know, like, there's so many iconic, classic characters, the storylines, the talismans. Uh, Uncle, oh, Uncle got the willies. Like the most classic line of that whole entire series. And you got Toru, turns bad, turns good. You got Jade, Jackie's niece. Like every bit of it. Like there's nothing that you can complain about with the Jackie Chan Adventures. And to see that turn into a live action series with the talisman, them chasing them down, finding them, getting them away from the bad guys so they're not used for bad uh, or evil. Like, Oh my god. It would literally make my day probably above almost any MCU project if the Jackie Chan Adventures would be made into a live action series. I think that would be awesome. And uh while we prop we can't get Mako to actually play the live action uncle, um it would be great to get uh maybe uh, Mako. Mako. He was the voice of Uncle. No no no, he's uh Sab Shimono was the voice of Uncle. Interesting. I always thought it was Mako. That's on me. Uh, but he was also, uh, Mako was also the voice of uh, Uncle Iroh in Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay. I thought it was the same voice actually, gotcha. but I guess not. I would almost be a perfect setup for the next segment, but you had to be wrong twice in the, the early parts of this one instead. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, thankfully, you didn't shoot me this time. Uh, Brittany, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Destiny. <laughs> you are aiming that at the wrong person, sir. Uh, I, so I keep playing it and I'm really excited for the next little like launch afterward. That's what I was streaming today, even, uh, when I went live, but I missed it and I'm sorry. It's okay. Everybody missed it. Well, luckily you can go, go back and watch it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, that entire storyline with the Awoken and the Warlocks and especially with, uh, Son of a monkey, the robot people. I forgot their I names. I don't remember. It's like right ben? there. What's the robot people in uh, <sighs> uh, Destiny? The androids. I can't think of their name. Taylor, help a girl out. 
Um, but like that entire story okay. on how it gets to that point and the traveler getting there and kind of getting almost a pre-story to when Destiny launched, I think would be a lot of fun. There's I, so much depth that you can go in with that lore. And if we could just get Nathan Fillion to play oh my God. live action. Uh, what's what's the character's name? Cade. Live action Cade. Mm. I think it would all be worth it. Exos. Thanks. And as Taylor Burton says, I have to say this. Jackie! One more thing. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> I love that cartoon. Heather, what do we got in chat? Nick Beck's number four is Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. It's basically uh, what She-Hulk is. Yep. But yeah, dude, yeah. I would love to see a live version of Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. Um, and hopefully we could get Stephen Colbert to come back and voice the the office manager and <laughs> <laughs> and Taylor thanks yes it was Echo, uh, the Exos and then Fallen in the Vex I would like to know the back like a live action backstory of that too yeah way to go guys and really and Fallen really came through with all the names of the the races My in peeps. Destiny <laughs> Taylor's number four is Doctor Fate. Which, is, Which about is about to change. change. I'm sorry, Blake. That no, made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> you gotta call I in not, here. No, yeah, no, that, that made me uncomfortable. I do not agree with this situation at all. Nope, nope. I can't get a fisty bump? Nope, that oh. made me uncomfortable. Oh. The unplanned bumpity bump. of all of Hey, give him a little bumpy bump. Give me a little bumpy bump. You're saying that like that? No. Give him a bumpy. Stranger danger. I'll call you daddy. Nope. I'd rather you call me mommy. <laughs> I hey, poppy. Uh, hey, poppy. <laughs> Jesus. Everything's or that, too. I'll call you Jesus. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> what else we got in chat, Heather? Oh. I'm waiting for the answer. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Uh, my number four, while we're waiting, is a little comic book called Transmetropolitan. It is about Spider Jerusalem. He is an author and writer in the fourth century. No, fourth. Yep. 40, fourth, 40, 40th? 40th century, uh, where the uh, uh, they've started cloning people as a form of meat, uh, and everybody's totally okay with it. Morals have gone out the window. The American presidency is bankrupt, and uh, it's a job that people take uh, to get some level of power, but it's not really that powerful. And uh, Spider is all about bringing down the man, and it's a, it's a great story. You guys should check it out. Uh, yeah. And then we had another number four. Yes. Ben's number four is Mobile Suit Gundam. Question. Hell yeah. Which one? I also saw that we had a request for live action Robotech in the uh, the TikTok chat, and I totally agree with that as well. Ooh, Kim Com like Ken's Comics on. Hey. Yay, what's up? Is Again, that Again, thank you for that comic variant. I appreciate it. You're awesome. <laughs> the, oh, the condiment king in live action? Uh, it, uh, just, I want to see that in a Justice League. I want to see it in a James Gunn Justice League situation. It, like it's perfect right Man. there with Polka Dot Man. Absolutely. That would be... Really? I, I think that's the only instance where I would like okay. to see um, a uh, Condiment King. Also, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. That's a great question. Which version? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Mobile Suit Gundams out there in the world. Uh, Blake, why don't you hit us with your sweet, sweet... Number three. Number three coming right at you. Oh, wow. Immortal Hulk nice. series. That felt good. <laughs> uh, the Immortal Hulk series, as we did on Make Mine Marvel, which Danny introduced me to, he really s strongly suggested that's one of the... Yeah, I threatened to kill you if you didn't read it. Yeah, uh, he said it's like one of the best that's comic runs. Intense. And uh, as much as I love to disagree to disagree... <laughs> uh, Do you I, love to disagree? Yeah. 
I, I times you can say disagree in a sentence. I thoroughly Magic. like Immortal Hulk out of out of what comic series I have. Okay, read, mommy. Which is, which isn't a whole lot. Don't get me wrong. But what uh, Marvel comic series I have read, like Immortal Hulk, I did not want to quit reading. I did not want it to end. It seriously was phenomenal. It was mind blowing. the uh, The artistry in it was amazing. I just don't even know. How, I, I could go on and on about it. You, you get so many versions of the Hulk. You, uh, you you see all these different versions of the Hulk that Bruce is fighting with inside himself, and different ones that come out, and different ones that are trapped. Uh, you get more than General Ross. You get General Fourteen. You get, uh, which he turns into the Red Hulk, uh, or Abomination, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just insane all the different Hulks you get in the storylines and, and how they collaborate and how the storyline ends. And it is seriously one of the most enjoyable comic series I have ever read, ever. Uh, if you have not read it, I strongly suggest it because you will not want to put it down until it's over, for real. That's probably the best Hulk storyline of all time. I love Immortal Hulk. I love it. I, I I have uh, the Demon Hulk's face tattooed on my heart, actually. <laughs> Explains a lot. Do what? You have what? What? What'd you have? Said I have the Demon Heart, the, the Demon Hulk's face tattooed on my heart. Let me see it. I on would have heart. to open my chest. On his oh, heart. Oh, I thought he was trying to tell me you got a cool tattoo. Hmm. I All have right. cool tattoos. <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> what's no, your number three? Cool Master Sword <laughs> and this, this really cool primitive arrow. And then I have the Sword of Truth on the back of my neck. And I have this cool Ford tattoos. symbol tattoo on my forearm. Uh, Brittany, what's your number three? Uh, my number three would be Strange Academy. I really dig the new series for Strange Academy. Um, It's a lot of fun, and that's all I'm going to say about it. What is Strange Academy? Strange Academy is where you have the students that are getting used to their magical abilities, and they go to Strange Academy to learn how to handle them. Oh, so Harry Potter, okay. Mm, Kind of. It's... That's the second more. Harry Potter and they're seeing that to the list. Hey, it's more like the uh, X Men wow. Academy. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hopefully, it's better than Harry Potter. Because never mind. Excuse me. Oh, you no, no, no! You don't get to say. Hopefully, it's better than Harry Potter, and then just change the subject. I, I didn't mean I that. Think Blake got yes, you did. Yeah. Island. Heather, I noticed you're wearing your comic and comically inclined shirt today as well, and I want to tell you, the orange looks great. It does. I like it's it. A, it's a good shirt. Uh, and if you want to get a comically inclined shirt like Heather, check out our merch page on uh, comicallyinclined.com. Heather, what do we have in chat? Nick Beck's number three is Thunder the Barbarian. Thunder the Barbarian. Uh, it's Hanna-Barbera's version of uh, uh, He-Man, actually. Uh, but uh, incredible. Thunder the Barbarian is so fun to watch. Uh, I love that series. Taylor Burton's number three is a tie to DC stories injustice and the killing joke. Mm. Ooh. I would want, I think an injustice over the killing joke because there's more violence that happens in the, uh, <laughs> injustice that you could see. Dude, I would love to see injustice on the big screen. Uh, it, it would have to be clearly an Elseworld story just from the start. Let's just bring it down. Just hand me my phone. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be done with uh, oh. with Instagram. 
Sorry, everybody who was on the Graham game. You'll have to get on a different social media platform to watch uh, watch the rest of the episode. And you can't hear me now, so... I was getting ready to say, you realize you're apologizing to yeah, somebody that you just cut off. They can't hear us. <laughs> Rev PKJ on a TikTok says, Old Man Logan Hulk or 2099 Hulk. I would love to see an Old Man Logan Hulk story. Because I also read that. I've read those uh, graphic novels. And uh, those, those are good. You, you get the old blind Hawkeye... You get old man Logan. You get the Hulks who have taken over kind of the area that he's yeah. living in. Yeah, like like all of that's pretty good. I would kill to see that in a live action series. Also, Rev Pika J, I, I did know who you are, and thank you for the coasters. We we use them on yeah, the uh, on actually, the desk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know that I necessarily want to see that version of Hulk in just by himself, uh, shacking up with his cousin. That's a that'd be a bit weird, I think, <laughs> yeah. as a standalone story. And especially, we've already gotten the old man Logan story in Logan, especially as. as northern as we're placed in the united states it's just not our thing so yeah well it might be your thing but i'm from chicago so it's definitely not no no no, no. It, we're, we're north of arkansas so okay that yeah. makes sense <laughs> only by like an hour though uh but yeah uh, a hulk versus wolverine scene would be awesome and hopefully oh, yes. we'll get it in the mcu uh wow. and uh as far as the uh, hulk 2099 dude i would love that i think that's that's uh, all the 2099 universe could be brought in and we could just have a second mcu that takes place you know uh 77 years in the future now mm. yeah you know when 2099 came out it was like the distant future and now it's just like tomorrow I, some of us probably land in will live long enough to see it <laughs> yeah you won't <sighs> And Ben's number three is Bouncer, the video game. Hell yeah, dude. I love Bouncer. Bouncer, the video game, is basically a movie by itself. Also, when we did uh, Cape Comic Con uh, a couple weekends ago, that was on my list of uh, favorite video games. Yeah, it was. (laughs) Vincent Incest is working for the House of Dragon. Maybe it would work for the MCU, too. (laughs) I mean, they have the Ultimate Series run where Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are like getting it on, and Wolverine just sits back and watches. That's that's the thing Wolverine would do. He would. Uh, but just the ultimate Wolverine, because he was an asshole. Yes, because he's not an ass in other continuities either. I, I mean, the main MCU Wolverine is not necessarily an asshole. He's just a... He's got a rough exterior. I don't know, he's man. I love you, Taylor. Asshole. Taylor says Pedro Pascal could honestly make a decent Wolverine. He's got a good stern look and a kick rough of his voice. Mm-hmm. And Ben said Pedro can't take his helmet off again and play Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really just I love Pedro Pascal I I truly do I just do not see him as a Wolverine. I don't know who I would cast as a Wolverine other than Hugh Jackman. I think that's when you would have to wait for a reboot to yeah. get to that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I'm 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 wholeheartedly in favor of a younger Wolverine being played by Taron Egerton. Like I love the fan art and that's doing? done for Taron. I would, I would love to play yeah, Wolverine. Well, we all oh. know I would be before that's you. That's why so. I didn't get it because that makes no sense. I would be a great Wolverine. <laughs> I'd be a great Wolverine. I, yeah. I'll do the I'll do you, the MCU you diet. Egerton, I'll bulk man. up. The hair at least makes you closer to like Draken at the moment. I can. Dakin, a, I mess up that name every time. Hair is nothing like uh, uh, Dakin. And uh, I mess it up every time. Uh, Jackman wore a wig for Wolverine. Like it's yeah. Still don't see it. And I I've practiced my whole life for this. <laughs> Yeah, there, there is, there is once again rumor of Zac Efron uh, playing a younger Wolverine. Uh, I would mind seeing him with this shirt off. I'm, 
Heather laughed. Yeah. Heather agrees. I agree. I, I, I think like, if, if they man. wanted to make it work, I think Zac Efron could probably pull off a young Wolverine if he wanted to. He's a very versatile actor. He's very agile. I mean, he obviously is not afraid to put in the work to get the body. I mean, I, I, I think he could pull off a young Wolverine if, if need be, but I, I would definitely would rather see Taron Egerton. The, the freaking fan art looks phenomenal for Taron Egerton. Blake, I'm proud of you. What? You had the perfect setup to mention the greatest showman, and you didn't through that entire statement, yeah. and I am so well, proud of like you. Well, I feel like I mentioned it way too much in life, and I'm trying to <laughs> dial back. You are growing. I mean, because I mean, if, if for Hugh Jackman to pass the baton off to anybody, it's going to be Zac Efron, <laughs> just because of how amazing they were together in The Greatest Showman. <laughs> like, why did you have to even mention that? God. Anyways. <laughs> uh, what else we got? That's it. That's it. That was it. Okay, What's fantastic. Number My number three is Devil May Cry. I would love to see a live action Devil May Cry movie uh, with the story from Devil May Cry three, uh, with a young uh, young Dante embracing his demon side and his brother Virgil coming into the story and them uh, reuniting for the first time since they were kids, and uh, just t- being two badass warriors taking down a demon king. That's it's so good. I I would love to see. Devil May Cry 3 in live action. Nice. Yeah. Blake, what do you got for uh, your doozy of a twosie? Uh, one of my highest ranked, <laughs> also just just slightly Still. above Jackie Chan Adventures, as in like uh, animated series growing up as a kid that I would kill to see a live action series mm. of. And I really feel like Hollywood is missing the mark on not making this a live action series, mm. especially with the CGI we have, the great actors we have. Make us a live-action Gargoyles <laughs> film. And not only one, but give us a trilogy. Like, Gargoyles, oh my god, is is a foundational block in my childhood. Like, what? Nothing. Yeah, I feel like you got something to say. No. Okay. So anyways, Gargoyles. I mean, you got Goliath, you got Santos. Uh, you have the whole entire... Cast. Bronx. Bronx, yeah. I mean, there's oh, a whole Bronx bunch of them. Demona. But, uh... Oh my God! I would kill to see a live series action or live action Which series one? gargoyles. It's it's just Brooklyn. I, th- I think we're doing ourselves a disservice as humanity not getting one. No, dude, I love gargoyles, and uh, I I got to be honest with you guys. As a as a kid, Demona did it for me. Like, she did it for oh. everybody. No, me too. Talking about me too. Sexiest car cartoon gargoyle. Yeah. Brooklyn. That is the name of the Brooklyn, one. I was, yeah. That one. I don't. I had. It was strange. I didn't understand it. The red one. Was like the, the reddish brown, brown one. Yeah. yeah. That one was like. Yeah. <laughs> that one and Goliath. Like, well, Blake clearly three. does not agree with that. <laughs> that. That's okay. I don't agree that, that it should be a live action. That, uh, I think it'd be great as live action. Nope, I'm totally I into it. I, we're not there, especially yet. the later seasons. Whenever Macbeth, huh. the literal Shakespearean <sighs> character from the Shakespearean play Macbeth, gets brought forward in time to be an enemy to the gargoyles. Like what? That's so cool. It's such a weird thing. Like I just love that. Especially his or connection Scottish with King, Demona. I guess I am on. on yeah. A, uh, um, but yeah, dude. I just I, in my mind, I've talked about this at actually a couple of the cons to a couple of the vendors that I ended up talking with in St. Louis and in Chicago, and I think down here at Cape. I just don't see it right now. I cannot fathom a live action 
gargoyles. Oh. And that was For any reason in my head. That was Keith David as uh, as the main gargoyle, right? Uh, yes, Goliath. it was. Yes, Keith that David, voice. Yeah. Yes, he. I mean, he could voice him again if we're doing CGI. Oh god, we're doing yeah. Cap. He should because that's an iconic voice as well. Puck was the best. Yeah. He was cute. Puck was cute. Puck was cute. Puck was definitely cute. He had that whole spider glider thing going for him. Yeah. Is it, is it green one? Yeah. 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 Small one. Yep. Brittany, what's your? N- I think it was Do you want to put your number two all over the screen? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what's going on i'm still trying to figure out my gargoyles at the moment because i'm utterly confused on which one's which uh my number two is cyberpunk 77 i would really dig to see that video game made into a live action i know we're getting the anime um, I know it's already out. I haven't watched it. And we're getting the comics and we're getting the extended stuff in the game. I would really dig seeing that as a live action system from A to B. As far as like the AI, the mechanics that you're going into, all of it, plus the story. I just think it would be a really beautiful, if done correctly, movie that they could do and when you say done correctly do you mean that it needs to glitch every 15 minutes or i personally love the freaking glitches they are so funny (laughs) to me i just start like i sit back and i'm gaming and i'm like that's off hey uh puck wasn't the green smaller one that was uh broadway uh Puck is actually the, uh, the elvish looking guy that's a trickster oh, of the group of the children of Oberon. He's the butler for Xanatos. He's a fake guardian. Yeah, he's the yep. butler for, yep. and he takes so. over and takes care of the child between Xanatos yeah, and from Fox. Yeah, the best storyline. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Blake Googled that for everyone who's like, oh, wow, damn, Blake knows his shit. Yeah, well, I did that because uh, Ken, a uh, comic man, actually, uh, he's, like, he's like, no, Puck's not that. Yeah. So I, I was like, oh, crap, who is that? Thanks, Ken. Yeah. Well, that's... His, that's not Ken. Steve. His dad's Ken. I know. I'm talking to the co- like the screen name. Nobody knows yeah. that. Thank I was just saying you, Ken. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate you. I was going. I was referencing. Never mind. <laughs> I don't like it here. Like I just, I just want to be clear. Do not drift into my territory as being the guy with the info. Okay. Sorry. I will Actually. slap you down. <laughs> well, I hate to mislead our fans so <laughs> uh that's what we have been for no brooklyn wasn't <laughs> he said remember ken's dead <laughs> i we was will... referencing the knee we will going forward steve that's I all i was doing because nobody knows steve like on the thing i'm gonna stop talking my dad is also dead mine is too as of three weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> that, so anyway, remember that time we had like the darkest episode ever? We're, we're approaching that territory. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Heather, what do we got in chat? Nick Beck's number two is Captain Caveman. You said it wrong. It's Captain Caveman. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Taylor Burton's number two is Lobo. Yeah, dude. Of course it the is. The main man, Lobo. It's that would be beta, it's Lobo. <laughs> dude, we need a live-action Lobo. And not the new 52 Lobo, but, like, the original, for sure. I can almost see John Cena playing Lobo. Like, I have, Lobo. like, almost every Lobo trade um, ever. I have a ton of them. I do not. Nice. Soon, soon, not soon enough. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're not from the DC universe. You want to read that one, Blake? <laughs> 
Uh, Ben's? No, Taylor's, Taylor's at the bottom. At the bottom. bottom. <laughs> Too soon? Not soon enough? Blake, are you sure you're not from the DC universe? <laughs> 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 I like it. Oh. Ben's number two is Etrigan. Yeah, Etrigan. Uh, arise, arise, form. <laughs> be gone, be gone, form of man. Arise, arise the demon, demon Etrigan. That'd be fun. Dude, yeah. Especially if they go like uh, Constantine level. Like, that could be a lot of With fun. the reintroduction of Keanu Reeves' Constantine, uh, it is possible that we could get a Justice League Dark with the new DC. That was almost on my list as far I. Couldn't decide between that one and another one, but that was on my list. I was like, I would love to see Satana and all of that. Devil Man. I want to see a dark. Well, just like Marvel introducing Man-Thing before DC introduced Swamp-Thing, they could, now that they've introduced Man-Thing into the MCU, it's the perfect time for them to introduce uh, Swamp-Thing into the DCEU. Yeah. So... I mean, it's all it's all there. All the pieces are Tip coming together. I'm they looking at the wrong camera. We got Neymar. Those are pieces, and Tip they're together. That. What else we got in chat? That's it. That's it. Oh, that was everyone. Hey, what's your number two? Uh, Chew. Uh, it's an image comic about a detective who can, uh, anything that he eats, he gets the entire history of oh. the item and how it died. You said Chew. Chew. I thought you said two. I did. I was like, I yeah, right, two. Chew. It's about a detective named Tony Chu. He works for the FDA okay. in a time after the um, the outbreak of uh, bird flu uh, made it to where nobody could eat uh birds so chicken went off the menu so he is in charge of busting up illegal chicken rings where people buy and sell chicken um and uh his he has the ability to if he eats food any food he eats other than beets if he eats them he sees how they died it's incredibly traumatic for him to eat so as a detective when he comes across a murder which he comes across a lot of them if he eats a piece of the dead body he can see how they died and start investigating their murder and uh, it's incredible. Chew is incredible. Read I have it. that. There's so many bad things that could happen with all of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what I'm going down my like. So uh, <laughs> if you guys uh, want to remove your ear biscuits. I already uh, did. It's time for our link. number Call one. Out. Blake, what's your number one? So, as Danny was saying 15 minutes ago, my number one is uh, Static Shock. So, we have not got a live-action series of that yet, but supposedly that is still in uh, in works to have a production of, and I pray to God it is. Uh, I am so amped up and so pumped for Static Shock live-action series. Uh, once again, I, I, everything on my top five, besides Immortal Hulk, uh, were all like huge... Uh, I don't know, just huge uh, points in my life with animation series that Childhood just really back. have left you know like an impact on me that I will I will never forget that I thoroughly enjoy even to this day. Uh, but yeah, Static Shock Man. I mean, there's there's nothing more cooler than Static Shock. His man in the chair. Uh, just er- everything about that character and that whole storyline in the animation series that was in the '90s. I yeah. loved that series, but I also like that Freakazoid. 
Oh, for like at the yeah. exact yeah. same time. Gray uh, skin. With yeah, the black and you and just white went hair. through electricity yeah. and static. I was, yeah. I was like, these are very two very different things that are happening yeah. right now, but very similar. I heard also. about Freakazoid. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a DC, I believe, DC Comics character named Madman, who is basically Freakazoid. And uh, was he Ben? Was Madman DC? But anyway, he's very similar to Freakazoid, and it always kind of aggravated me that we didn't just get a Madman series; we got Freakazoid instead. Yeah. Because uh, I I like that character, but I can't remember who his publisher was. Which that only went for like one. Uh, also, Steve, uh, do you know the publisher for Madman or? Uh, I apologize. I cannot remember your first name, but uh, Rev Pika J uh, said Matter Eater Lad is his uh, number two, I believe. Uh. You can see Gleek cameo in The Hangover. Yep. Gleek Kay. from The Wonder oh. Twins. Yeah, the monkey. Yeah. Well played. Heather, what's in chat? Keaton Wait, did you give your number one? No. no. I'm sorry. I thought you this did. This is like the fourth or fifth <laughs> time that you've skipped over me during this session. It's not intentional. It, it really All isn't. Right. What's your, Dude. Heather, what's your number? Uh, Brittany, what's your number one? <laughs> Mommy, what's your number one? <laughs> I'll take it. I don't care. I have zero shame. Uh, my number one is Kingdom Come. Nice. The DC Kingdom Come. I want to see it i've been rereading and watching stuff over it and it makes me very excited it is a very good series it's one we, of the, like the most impactful ones too we did get the kingdom come superman in uh legends of tomorrow yeah uh, in the crisis on infinite Earths crossover but it not was brandon ralph not the same not the same yeah <laughs> so uh that's actually alan Alex Ross's uh, story of how the Justice League are the um, angels of the apocalypse yeah. that are coming to uh, deliver the end of time. And uh, that's not, uh, you know, maybe. Maybe that's how it's all going to go down. Who knows? It's a future. Hmm. Heather, what do we got in chat? Keaton News number one is Batman you, Beyond. Dude, Who yes. would you yes. have play Terry? I would, I would like to see a Batman Beyond. But who would you have play Terry? Who would play Terry McGinnis in a Batman Beyond live action? I think that maybe the kid that played Vecna in uh, in uh, Stranger Things Season 4 would be a great Terry McGinnis. I don't know Ugh. why, but Cole Sprouse popped in my head. Oh, yeah. His, as Jughead? Yeah, that's the like, only version like that popped into my head was just Jughead that came in. <laughs> I haven't finished watching it. But... Blake, what you think? I don't know. I, I, I think the Vecna kid could be pretty good. Cool. Heather, what else we got? Nick Mix number one is the Wonder Twins. Yeah. Especially Gleek the Monkey. We were going to get a Wonder Twins live action yeah. television series Had on Had the HBO guy Max. from Riverdale that was going to be in it. And yeah. They yeah. Kind of... And they got, I was actually really kind of pumped it. about it. I grew up watching the Wonder Twins on a boomerang. Super friends. Yeah, and I actually really liked it. So uh, I think it would be really cool to see it as a live action series. I think they announced it and canceled it like within yeah. the same week, if well, not. We we announced hours. it one week yeah. on here, and the following week we announced it canceled. Yeah, <laughs> it was so, so ridiculous. Uh, in maybe a Suicide Squad film, the Wonder Twins would be great. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. The dysfunctional Wondersons. We actually got a The Boys version of the Wonder Twins this last season. I haven't watched it. Oh, really? Really? You guys didn't watch the season? 
Of what? At Herogasm. I didn't. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, they were the brother it, yeah. and sister that yeah, yeah, hated yeah. each other. Yeah. Yep. That's what they were. <laughs> uh, how, can you, how can you forget that episode? <laughs> Would somebody like to read Taylor's? <laughs> you, Taylor's. Blake, do you want to read that it. one? I'll do it. The most blue balls Wait, thing. Aww. Hold on. Stop. Brittany, will you read that for us, please? Yeah. The most blue ball thing MCU has ever done and continues to do. I mean, the freaking nerve of Daddy Feige. Like, come on, man. Just let it happen. I mean, F you. Beep. That's why I didn't get to read it. I was playing. Because you're used to the third and fourth word in that statement yes that's why you didn't <laughs> figured it would be too impactful for you oh man you're so funny actually one i am on it today that was I'm good i'm i'm more used to the 16th word but it's okay Sixteenth <laughs> daddy okay yeah you kind of only that. because Wait, you're a dad was that a guess is that actually the 16th no, no, word? I, I don't have time to count it <laughs> that's only because you have children uh so my number one is a little anime, uh, that, the little anime that could, called Blue Exorcist. I would love to see that is well played. Blue Exorcist live action uh, um, and, and not necessarily Americanized. I would love to see it take place in Japan uh, with Japanese actors, Yeah, uh, you know, but speaking in English, obviously, because nobody's got time for subs. I thought you mostly watch in subs. I watch everything with the subtitles on. But it's dubbed. But it's dubbed. Same. Well, no. So I don't mind ADHD subtitled. Twins here. I don't mind <laughs> subtitled anime, um, but it has been a long time since I've had the opportunity to just sit and watch a subtitled anime. I have I'm to be doing, doing something, something else at the same playing, time. So. Like I'm usually working, creating social stuff or whatever, and I have it going on. Yeah. So I need the dubs, but if I miss what they said, I can read the subs real quick, and then I'm like, oh, all right, I'm back on track, yeah. and let's go. I don't have the kind of life that allows the kind of downtime that would, nope. that would give me time to watch a subbed anime. I binge a lot. Blake, what's your preference? Sub or dub? Of what? Sub or dub? What are you talking about? On an anime. <laughs> Sub or dub? I, dub? I just prefer no anime. He's oh. dub. Yeah. He's a dub stepper. I just can't get into it yet. You yeah. just haven't found the right one. Anime is like comics. There's, some, there's one out there for everyone. Yeah. You just got to find it. Helsing's still my top one. Mm. That... Yeah. But my hero, they came back. Yeah. When people are like, man, I just don't think I could get into comics. I'm like, you ever uh, watch that Tom Hanks movie, Road to Perdition? And they'll be like, "Um, yeah, I did. Did you you like it? Uh, Yeah, it was pretty good. A comic book. Uh, You ever seen the uh, Viggo Mortensen movie? uh, History of Violence. A History of Violence. That's pretty good. Yeah. What do you think of it? Pretty good? Mm. Comic book. Right. Um, I like comic books, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's good anime Full story, out there. Bro. <laughs> yeah. For sure. That's this week. Um no, I got one more. Oh, For some oh, reason oh. our chat on the computer is not showing a bunch of messages. Uh-oh. Um, rip. I have Ben's number one, The We Free Men. It's not from TikTok, it's on Facebook. Oh, We yeah. Free Men. Yes. Uh by uh by Terry Pratchett, the story of Tiffany Aching and uh how she discovers her magic and it's the tiny little angry Scottish men who steal and uh, beat up everyone in sight, and uh, the Knack McFeagles. It's so good, dude. It's so good. I have no idea, but I do have an idea for top five for next week. Two of them. Um, yep. So does Taylor. Okay. He hasn't said it yet. Okay. He has Taylor, give us that top five uh, recommendation, and then Brittany, what's yours? 
Um, I was going to say it after you did your number one. Oh, no, you already did oh, your number one. Blue Exorcist. Okay, so oh, I was either. Wow, gonna... you skipped me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, just... I will never forgive you. Here's the thing. I didn't skip you. I just forgot, forgot you. that you mentioned and you spoke. That's, that's, that's even worse. That's worse. <laughs> uh, it's the squirrel thing that's going out of my head. But no, so I had two. One just came a live action that you would like to see in an animated format. Or, because um, I think we kind of already do done the, it. That it's too, it's too similar to what we just did. Exactly. Okay. That's so, why if you follow it up with it and you're just like, yeah, let's think about the opposite way. And what was your other choice? Look on his face right now. <laughs> Making him do anything in an animated thing just made him almost had a. He likes cartoons. I do, but I just feel like everything that's live action has been animated, unless you're talking about like Die Hard. And I'm like, yeah. Not everything. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Rick and Morty just did a Die Hard episode. It was pretty good. I'm not caught up on that. I did binge like four seasons this past weekend, though. Um, I have Taylor's idea. It is what? top five crushes from cartoons, anime, comics, video games. Aww. Emma Frost, number one. <laughs> I think uh, I would like to do the top five crushes list. I won't be here next week. So, I mean, that's completely up to you, you guys. And I'm going to be totally drop it what, was your, what was your second I'll be in idea? Atlanta, I don't know. Yeah, you did have a second. Yeah. The other one was just uh, most gruesome moments in comic book history. Dude. Oh, we can do that when like you come Corey. back. Yeah. Let's do that the week you're back. Yeah. I kind of want the crushes. Well, you want to do the crushes too, though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, if you, okay. if you so hear we're gonna... next week, you, you can. I'll be coming back from Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Um, but anyway, for top five this week, actually, everybody wants to know what their list for next week is going to be. So um, let's say we are going to do top five crushes. No. Okay. We're going to do top five goriest scenes be in the comments. Be in the comments. We're going to do top five goriest scenes air, from I comics next the- week. And then two weeks when Brittany's back, we will do top five crushes from uh, comics, cartoons, anime. Gruesome. Top five Gory. most gruesome moments from comics. Oh, from comics? From comics. That would be perfect because it's the episode before Halloween. Anyway, also. this has been top five. Oh, that's Incliner Ween. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can dress no. up and do the Next things. Next week won't be Halloween. No, uh, be no it's the week before because Halloween falls like on a Monday. Oh, yeah. on a Monday Eve. So if no. that wins, no, there's yes. two more. You're wrong. That's two weeks. Two more out. weeks. Oh yeah, that's the week I come back. Never mind. I was gonna say y'all so, can dress up, but I'm not the doing week that. that uh, right. Brittany comes back. The uh, what's that? What's that date? The ninth, the twenty sixth. On the twenty sixth, we will be doing Incliner Ween, uh, our Halloween celebration, and we will be uh, doing our show in costume. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they will. Our uh, our top five that week will be goriest. Yeah, I do the crushes next week. That's fine. moments. Inuyasha is one of my top ones. Helsing. <laughs> Okay, We're so next crushes. week, top five crushes. The week after that, Alex. top five goriest moments from comics or cartoons or anime. Alucard from not live is like number one. That and Inuyasha. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, so we're talking about uh, Werewolf by Night. Yep, that's true. She-Hulk, episode eight. So have you all seen episode eight? I have. Brittany? She-Hulk? 
Yes. But Daredevil? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I am so freaking happy we got Daredevil. Uh, we get the, oh, as they call it, ketchup and mustard costume in that series. Uh, oh, my God. And Leapfrog's a freaking idiot. Uh, That's true. Uh, oh, my I, God. It was so, it was so, so bad. Yeah, it's, it, it worked. But, it, God, that character was so bad. But, uh... Man, it was so nice to not... I, I was really scared we were going to get like a little quick scene of Matt Murdock as Daredevil. I did not expect to get him throughout the whole entire episode. Not only did we get him through the whole entire episode, but we also got him through the longest episode that She-Hulk has put out yet. Uh, and not only was Daredevil in She-Hulk, but Daredevil was in She-Hulk. Literally. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Man. It was it was just such a great episode, and then there's, there's getting so many so much flack from from Daredevil's character in this, and I, and I don't understand why. I mean, there was no walk of shame; that was a walk of pride. Yeah, if, was a if, walk he, of if anybody's asking anything, That's, yes. But uh, my God, I don't know. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed. This is probably my favorite episode of She Hulk since since it started. Like I, I literally love all of it. You know, uh, people's upset. You're getting Matt Murdock a little bit more. Uh, you know, a little bit more lighthearted, a little bit more joking around, but he's more comic accurate. His character, everything he, he looks like, he says. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with the Netflix series. Uh, the more serious, more dark Daredevil we have, uh, but I mean, does he have to really be like that through all aspects of his life? I mean, the man, the man's on the up and up, and he just got laid by She-Hulk. I mean, what's there to be dark and gruesome about? He's also uh, a really good lawyer. Yes, he is a very good lawyer. Uh, catching up on some of the it. no, I want to steal it. Okay, go for my it. My number three is Dominatrix Jasmine from Aladdin. What are you talking about? Crushes. We're not on that yet. That's next week. It's because it's in the comments. Oh yeah, so uh, the comments are not. <laughs> loading I was dropping on our screen up here, but so I'm looking at them on uh, on on my phone. Uh, top five crushes from cartoons, anime, comics. Uh, ben says his number one is Slutty Jasmine after uh, Jafar hypnotized shouldn't we, her. Shouldn't we name them next week? We're not naming them. He this is our comments. He was off of what I was saying. She's a loser. And like you called Emma Frost, he was calling Jess. Oh, gosh, gosh, gosh. Yeah. Like you were doing every, the same I, thing. Well, I said one. I thought we were like naming a whole bunch uh, of It more. says yeah. uh, Blake enjoys edging. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway. Still uh, still references back to what I said. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, but also the uh, uh, dude, it was so good. Uh, and, yeah. and I keep saying it and I keep getting hate, but I don't care. I love She-Hulk. I, I think love this She-Hulk. is such a good series. Yeah, the only episode I've really got to complain about is the wedding series or the wedding episode but other than that i've enjoyed every episode i mean we went into this knowing this was going to be a light-hearted law comedy ally mcbill type i mean they, they told us this at the beginning so if you expected more than that even after they gave us the uh you know the go-ahead of what this is going to be like well i mean shame on you for ignore ignoring what the facts were before it even started uh, I, I think for what they were going with, what they told us they were going to go with, I think they've done very well with it. Uh, yeah, do I feel like it takes a whole, se- a whole season to get a character's uh, growth in and to understand that character? No, but that's the route they wanted to go. Am I going to complain about it? No. Will I complain more about Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, it's 100 times worse than She-Hulk. So I'm not even going to even try to complain about that at all when this is it's, it's made me happy. I mean, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, we're getting new characters. We're getting a continuation of uh, the MCU storyline. Uh, and it's not choppy and, and misplaced like Falcon Winter Soldier. So, yeah. Agreed. Uh, and I also think that this last episode is going to be a huge payoff for literally everything that has happened in every episode. Uh, I hope so. God, I, I, hope I think so. it's going to be huge. I think this, this final episode of She-Hulk is going to have a major impact on the MCU going forward. 
I, I, I do. I hope I do. I'm not going to get my hopes up. I, I, I'm going to leave it as lighthearted and funny as we've enjoyed it so far. I don't really want to just build it up, build it up, build it up to where, ooh, we're going to see the leader. Ooh, we're going to see this character. Uh, if we do, phenomenal. I, I'm going to be happy. But yeah. So I don't know if you saw this, but on Twitter there was an image leaked from the finale with Hulk fighting Abomination. Yeah, I don't know if you've I seen this, but this was on our – I don't know if you've seen this, but it, yeah, we posted it on our socials. I totally saw that. I, I just <laughs> yeah, saw it on. I, saw it. <laughs> I just wanted to say that the first place I saw it was on Twitter. You're right. No, no, you're right. Uh, I, I'm I'm excited about that because I truly don't feel like uh, Emil Blonsky. What? Nothing. No, I, I truly don't feel like Emil Blonsky is reformed as as everybody's wanting to make us out to be. I mean, hence the little oh the uh, the tracking device malfunction. I mean, we all know why that happened. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm ready to see a more. A more longer, bigger storyline behind this that's been hidden from us that we've been kind of been in the dark on, and then they just enlighten us on all kinds of crap in this lap, last episode that gets us pumped up and excited. Dude, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, th- I think it's going to be an incredible finale. I fracking love this episode, and you may hate the wedding episode, but I honestly think that it was a palate cleanser to lead up to this one and made it more impactful for well, this actual episode. So. With it, with the wedding episode, it was just random stuff. It was out of the blue, left field, caught you off guard as far as what was going on. And so a lot of people were expecting more of the continuation from the wedding stuff into the next episode. And the fact that it literally dealt with nothing really from that other than like the affair that was had like afterwards that got our phone hacked. Like that's the closest. And we basically just got confirmation from that. Mm -hmm. This one came out of left field as far as Matt Murdock coming in after it started. And you realize that she was going to have to like sue costume maker man. You were like, all right, that's where he comes in. But the hitting on and the flirting and him being able to hear her heartbeat and the intensity from all of that. That was hot. I will speak for anybody out there honestly i think it was hot as crap i think whenever it was leading up and the back and forth and the flirting and on top of the rooftop all of that i was literally like bouncing in my seat excited probably and i'm still jealous of that. <laughs> she was she was really more bouncing in his seat but. yeah <laughs> i think they were both bouncing in a lot of different ways uh because he could oh nope that's for after dark anyway so that entire episode i think was beautifully done i think we're i would be really happy if we got him to come back to help her after she lost her temper with all of the stuff that was being shown in front of all of these people that she wants respect from. I think it would be interesting if he came back and repped, especially since he made the statement that he comes this way for uh, big clients. Mm-hmm. I think she would be the big client. As far as abomination goes, I think in general, he's going to try and like that group are going to try to come in and help her. But I think in the end, he's still going to lose control and do bad things. And that's where she has to, get into a fight with him and bring in like rail him back in. And that's how he gets put into the Thunderbolts because the theme with the Thunderbolts is that they're good people that did bad things. And so the same way with abomination, I think he's going to be a good person that did mess up and did bad things. Yeah, I think the whole thing with her, everything leading up to her losing control at the award ceremony was a setup by the leader and the abomination to get her sent to his resort 
as a way of like anger management, anger control for the She-Hulk character and its trap to get Jen out there so that they can capture her. And that this whole thing, her going out there, the uh, ankle monitor breaking, that whole thing, it has just been a setup for this final trap to be sprung with Titania, Abomination, all of the other villains that are there. Um, and I think that what's going to happen is that Bruce is going to show up and wreck their plans. And it's going to be the two Hulks versus all of these Hulk villains. I think leader is definitely part of it. I think leader is the one that is the leader of all of this on the background. I can't remember what the screen name was. What was uh, the screen Hulk name? King. Yeah. Hulk King. I think that's what it was. I think he's sending all these people over to get the more Hulk blood so he can continue his development. Um, but yeah, I still genuinely think Abomination is going to try to do well by Jen, especially since he helped her in that sense. But I'm also really curious where his eight wives went. I yeah. just want to know that. Well, I want that to be an after scene credit where they're just all like in a circle humming and they're like getting over their heartbreak of him going bad again. Like, I just want to know what the hell happens with them. Just my thoughts. Yeah, I agree with Taylor, though, man. Uh, he says there's absolutely no way in the hell this rematch will even hold a candle to Norton Hulk versus Abomination. That's his hot take. You know, and Ben's like, well, yeah, Norton was actually the Hulk in that fight and Abomination was actually Abomination in that fight. That that It's hard to hold a candle to that fight. Like, I mean, that was raw, unleashed, full-blown Hulk going at it. I mean, he ripped a man's freaking elbow horn out and stabbed him in the chest with it. That's not stuff you see in the MCU since that Hulk movie's been put out. And and to me, that was just raw, gritty, true, I mean, monstrous Hulk fighting, not holding back without having a freaking conscience. Yeah. And I, I, just, I really don't see how the fight's going to hold up to that. And I, I, don't, I really don't think it's going to. I, well, I think it's good, and I think it'll be a good scene. Yes, but I do not think we should hold it up to the expectations of what we've seen in 08 uh, with the Hulk with Norton. It's definitely not going to lead up to that. But I would find it interesting and kind of fun because you saw in whenever she was at the resort, the other members that were trying to, like, calm her down and keep other people calm and reminding them of, like, staying within these boundaries, that if Abomination does go off the rails, that little group that was helping her are now helping him, trying to get him railed back. And so you see them, like, doing the counseling stuff on him and trying to get him to come back mm. to where he was at. Um, and all of them working together to kind of rail it back in. True. I, I do want to say that Taylor Burton um, said that it's crazy, though. What's crazy, though, is leader was Stanley Yelnat's camp counselor out in the desert. What a, what a life he's lived. I also want to say that just episode eight of She-Hulk, um, that Holes reference really holds up to what that episode was about. Uh, but also the... Uh, um, uh, oh, sh the uh, chat's updating. Nice. There you go. We got Werewolf by Night, too. Yeah, we do have Werewolf by Night. But also, we need to roll over on this because we're almost at two hours. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we might have to we, we, we save the world. Questions. No. no. We can do the 20. We'll just go through them really fast. Yeah, just, he just has less time to think. Yeah, I just got less time to answer. Um, They'll be, they'll be quick fire questions. Werewolf by Night was incredible. Um, uh, Man Thing being introduced to the MCU was awesome. Uh, I'm really happy we got Elsa Bloodstone. Yes. Um, the we, we had broader, Gore the God Butcher uh, Easter egg in there, too. Yeah, it actually showed the comic book Gore the God yes. Butcher in, uh, in, in being attacked. Um, so it's just... 
Uh, it was good. Uh, Werewolf by Night was good. I I feel like it's become like the troll thing on the internet now to just shit on anything MCU related. But my sister, seen... my sister loved it so much. She's watched it six times now since it came out. I like I, I, I thoroughly loved it. it so many stupid troll clickbait and comments the CGI. about anything MCU lately. But I don't get it with Werewolf by Night. I don't get it with She Hulk either. But uh, th- I get that just... one. It's dumb incels. Yeah, but uh, man, thing CGI was so good. And, and talking about comic it, accurate, it wasn't CGI. It was physical, huh? Man things. Man thing was a physical costume. It was not a CGI. When it turned to color at the end, that was CGI. No, they have. I've seen. Okay. Ben. I promise you. Okay. Ben, fact check. Uh, Dads anyway. are farting. I mean, you could tell it was when it turned to color. Maybe the black and white was in a costume, but when it turned to color at the very end, you could tell it was CGI, but also it was very comic accurate. Like, there was no... I mean, it was almost exactly comic accurate. Uh, so, anyway, you guys want to do some uh, some trivia? Yeah. Yes. In Terrabang! Uh, we're doing 20 questions again this week, but it's, there are 20 trivia questions aimed at me. Uh, and uh, also aimed at me are these uh, yeah. Nerf rifles <laughs> that are too close of range for my comfort. Uh, He's Googling it. Ben says he doesn't think it's CGI. At the very end of it, you can tell it's CGI. Like, not through the black and white, but when it's color. I'm just reading what Ben said. I'm not Googling it. Cause, I mean, the red eyes and all of it. Like, I mean, it was computerized. I think that the eyes were CG'd, but I believe that it was actually, yeah, here it is. This is the, so it's actually a practical costume. But they did a CGI overlay on it. I'm, I'm sure they did some CGI after the fact, but it's it like was the actually. The stuff looked computer generated. Yeah. Was on him. But this, this so right here, right. this is actually not CG. That is a physical, practical effect. That is insane. Yeah. Even like that up there looks like computer generated. They probably added some to it, huh. but the uh, the main like the main, main thing in the show was was a physical, huh. uh, actual practical. Anyway, computers away. I'm ready. Twenty questions. I'll go first. Twenty. Oh, Brittany wants to shoot me first. Fantastic. <laughs> the original Batgirl was related to what familiar Batman character? Uh, Commissioner Gordon. Why isn't it shooting? Watch your angle. Nope. Batwoman. What? Originally, it got switched over to actually oh, being the okay. commissioner's daughter. But originally, it was a niece of Batwoman. Yeah. What year was Marvel founded? Uh, uh, hold on. That's that's actually Earth 2. So. <laughs> uh, but anyway. What year Betty was Ross, Marvel? Scarlet Witch. It's, it's <laughs> Betty Ross. It has been Betty Ross for the entire history of the Hulk character. <laughs> Not the entire, because obviously... The MCU doesn't count. That's still <laughs> character. Anyway. What year was Marvel found? Marvel was founded. Are you asking what year uh, Timely Comics was founded, or what year did they actually name it Marvel? Because What year was Marvel founded? Okay. Uh, it is 1932. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1939. Damn it. Oh, shit. You have your safety on? I don't know. No. Nope. There you go. Okay. 
That was really close, though. Which bounty hunter in The Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from Doctor Who? Uh, it's a... Uh, I don't know his name. The the, uh, the guy with the, like... I need a name. I, I don't know. Bosk. It is Bosk. Mm. There you go. <laughs> Which superhero story began in Vietnam? The Punisher. Iron Man. It's that's it's the Punisher too. What the hell? Betty Ross, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I was right. The Punisher started in Vietnam. Like, I, I was I'll look right this also. one up on multiple websites and they all say Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. That's okay, but so does the Punisher. Okay. Exactly. I wasn't wrong. That's all I'm saying. Neither was I. <laughs> Bring it. Uh, what year was the character Robin first introduced? Uh, Robin was introduced in, uh, let's say 1947. 1940. Uh, Damn it. Uh, Punisher's origin is not start in Vietnam. He's just a Vietnam veteran. So his story starts in Vietnam. I mean, that's where he learned to be the Punisher. You have your question? I have another question yeah, lined up if you're not ready. Uh, okay, Arch Enemy of Aquaman. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mantis. Nope. Black Manta. Nope. Malefic. What? Malefic? I won't lie. I've I never even, even heard of that. I've never even heard of that uh, one. That was I looked that one up on three different sites, too, and they all said Malefic. Black Manta is definitely his Arch Enemy. I'll let you look up that later. Right, that's fine. <laughs> I like Taylor's. Yeah. How old is Taylor? I'm just reading what Taylor put down. Is that's this your not question? my question. No, this is not my question. Then okay. That's because we you need, didn't know that one either. I don't know how old quickly. Taylor is. Okay. So... He's like 20, 28. <laughs> wow. Which character is partially named after George Lucas's son in Star Wars? Did you guys just go with like hard questions this time? Uh, George Lucas's son is. You tell us to get hard questions because. Uh, no, I don't. You are nerd king. Okay, I don't know. Dexter. Cool. <laughs> so. This is fun for me. Yeah. Blake, Jesus Christ. I thought you had these questions. I do. No, no, I do. I'm just like the Black Manta thing. Like, I even know that. So, Black like, Manta. So, I, that's really bothering me that I looked up on three different things. I think that's actually, uh, so that's my bad. For, even though these him? things said Aquaman, Dad? it literally said Martian Manhunter's uh, arch enemy. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. All right, name uh, of superhero. Name of a superhero that's Iron Man's antagonist. A superhero that is Iron Man's antagonist. Starts out to be his antagonist. A superhero that starts out as Iron Man's antagonist. Yes. Uh, it's uh, Black Widow. Yep. Okie dokie. So... Or is it Betty Ross? <laughs> <laughs> well played. I'll give you that one. <laughs> da, 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 da. Where's that question at? Oh, who is the second Red Arrow? The second Red Arrow. Mm-hmm. In the Green Arrow series. Uh, in the CW show? No. 
in the comics. Yes. The second Red Arrow. Yep. So the original is Roy Harper. Mm-hmm. And the second one is, what is her name? Uh, it's from the Kevin Smith uh, Quiver series. Um, what is her name? I can't remember her name. Amiko Queen. Nope, that wasn't it. Amika? No, I'm saying that's that might be right, but that wasn't who I was. What you're about. thinking? Yeah. What? Who were you? Is it a girl or a boy that you were thinking? It's a girl. Artemis? No, no, that's no, that's Young Arrow, Justice. But like, yeah. Um, no, in uh, in the Quiver storyline, uh, Oliver takes in a young girl um, and then teaches her to use a bow, and then she becomes the new. Uh... Well, it's kind of Artemis's storyline in Young Justice. Yeah. Like who who is the first costume fictional superhero ever? Costume fictional superhero. Uh, that's a tough one actually, because it's um, uh, first costume superhero is what? What is his name? It's not Superman. Nope. Uh, people try to argue it is, but it's not. It, yeah, it's not. It's um. You got this. The... I think it's the Phantom. Yep. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. You didn't have it? to give me a hint. Huh? The Phantom? He's a, a uh, serialized. He's, yes got the no. pur- he's got the purple who... suit on with the black. I know who the Phantom is. I didn't oh. know if you said yes or no. No, that's it. Okay. Yeah. That's what uh, I was trying to figure played out. Played by Billy Zane in the live action film. Yep. Yeah. I and, really and, and a very long-running uh, comic series in the newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a Sunday... Yep. A serialized story. One thousand percent forgot his existence. Um, <laughs> hey Blake, what does DC stand for in DC Comics? Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's Detective Comics. Okay, whose perspective does Kingdom Come take place? Kingdom Come takes place from the perspective. I don't remember the guy's name, but it's a it's an elderly uh, priest uh, that um, is regaling the story. He's like lost faith. The Spectre is the one that actually gives him part of his abilities and takes him through to all these other areas. So you're saying the answer was the Spectre? Yes. I mean, I'm right, but go ahead. I don't don't remember the guy's name. Uh, I just... Because the guy that died was Dream. And that was when Dream was kidnapped and all (laughs) all of that. But yeah, the Spectre is the one that takes him to all the different areas. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> what did what was the first thing Hellboy did to try to look norm- normal? First, the first thing Hellboy did to try to look normal, he cut his horns off. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Green Arrow have a child with? Uh, it is uh, um, uh. It's Connor. Connor's his son. Uh, and his mother is an assassin. Uh, her name is... Is it Cheshire? No. That's okay. from the... I know. Young Justice, yeah. Yeah. But it's the same kind of character. Shadow. Okay. Uh, second most trusted hero in the Justice League. The second most trusted hero in the Justice League? Yep. Wow, what a what a stat. Uh second most trusted hero. So first would be Martian Manhunter. It's probably Martian Manhunter. First would be Superman. Dick Grayson. Oh. 
Or you, that's why I put that in there because I thought you'd like that one. Uh, but, like, when was the last time Dick Grayson was in the Justice League? I don't know. It's just what I was. That's what Google told me. Like, he was Batman, right and he was in the Justice League for a little bit, but Apparently he's like the canonically most, been second most trusted. He led. That's Team a weird Titans question. Yeah, he's canonically been Titans more than. I don't know. Fair. It's on the internet. It had to be true. <laughs> <laughs> what town did Molecule Man take over before Secret Wars? Uh, before Secret Wars, was it Broxton? Nope. <laughs> Dinosaur, Colorado, his hometown. Okay. Oh, yeah, great. That was a make one marvel. Yep. Uh, let's see. The name of the villain Egghead. The name of the villain Egghead. I've heard you say his name before, so I put this in there. But it's to be not... fair, I did look up Omega Kid for Ben and Kid for Omega. you. Yeah, Kid Omega. I couldn't find <laughs> trivia that I could do in the last minute, so that's gonna be on the next one. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> so Egghead. Is was actually Victor Freeze. Um, originally, like he was Egghead, and then he became Mister Freeze. Isn't there an Egghead in Marvel? Oh, in Marvel. Yeah. Oh, I, I was talking about DC. Uh, he works with the leader. Eight. I have no idea. Vincent Prince. Yeah. No. I, I got nothing even on that one. Ow. That was that was in the the the, the spare tire down here. <laughs> Uh, where, uh, where did Green Lantern first appear in? What comic book wise? What comic book did Green Lantern first appear in? Yes. Mm. I'm not talking like number or anything like that. Yeah, no, no. It's um. I got nothing. All American comics. <laughs> ben, ben says, "How long is Doctor Manhattan schlong?" <laughs> not as long as mine. Um. <laughs> what are we up to now? <laughs> uh, I, have, like, I just have. Left, I, I have two left. Yeah. 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 Go for it. How many films did Christopher Reeves play Superman? Uh, four. Yep. Mm. I forgot about the last one. Yeah. Correct. Uh. How many episodes of the 1970s Super Friends TV show did Green Arrow appear in? What? <laughs> what? How many episodes did Green Arrow appear in Super Three. Friends? Three. One. <laughs> Isn't that one of your favorites? Right though? under my nipple. No, I've never watched So Super I saved Friends. the last no, release. No, like Green Arrow. Yeah, no. Green, Green, Green Arrow's yeah. not one of my favorite characters. But he does like them. Oh. No, That's I why like I did those. I, like, I genuinely I thought like you Howard would actually Hill. get some of these no, ones. No, it's Green Lantern. No. No, what's the Kevin Smith series you have? Green Lantern. It's Green Arrow, but oh, okay. that's like that's got nothing to do with the Super Friends. Oh. Uh last but not least, one of your favorites as well. Uh name of the demon that made the deal with Spawn. Uh Malvolja. Yep. I'm done. You're really not gonna like my last question. Go for it. <laughs> you get I half swear hard. to God if it's who calms the Hulk down. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Then I could just switch whatever answer I wanted. Be perfect. No. Um, there's two. There's two schools of thought on the, <laughs> the "Who Calms the Hulk Down" question. Uh, some believe that it is canonically uh, the Black Widow, while in the uh, majority of the Hulk's history, it has always been Betty, Betty Ross, Ross who has been able to help. Him. But the question was not specific. I did. I do believe I said. In but the comics, you being the comic loving we person you are. Name. I was originally going to do four, but I'll give you three. Okay. Of the teachers of Strange Academy. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Strange Academy. So it's uh, uh, 
Brother Voodoo, uh, um, Doctor Strange, uh, and Clea Strange? Nope. Ha! Yeah, wait, we get two or three? Yeah, he got two. Uh, Clea uh, Strange actually is not part of it. Is it Wong? No, Wong. So you have Zelma, Staten, Doctor Voodoo, you, do, you did get Doctor Strange, which was kind of like... Duh. I gave that one to you. Um, the Ancient One, Mindful One, Scarlet Witch, <laughs> Magic, Hellstorm, Nico from Runaways. It's Hellstrom. Hellstrom? Okay. Nico from Runaways, and then The Shaman. Cool. You're, it's a really good empty, series. is why I was giving you ammo for your last shot. Uh, you're going to like... you're gonna have to dry fire and then, and then load one in there. Me. Okay. Well, while she's doing that, uh, <laughs> I think that's us for the week. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about the finale of She-Hulk, um, as well as... Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> as well as do our top five... You're... Okay, I look like you were aimed at my face. Our uh, top five uh, crushes from... Uh, pop culture uh Dad, i can't shoot you i want to say uh, uh where's my where's my uh copy here we go uh if you are a fan of our show and want to get a little bit extra out of what we're giving you you can also become a member of our patreon um we um are we have one three and five dollar levels and you can join the likes of keaton new uh taylor burton himself and uh mike casey um all on our shout out level um for literally a dollar a month you can be on there and see our extra um videos and uh and our live uh con shows dad fix it um thank you there you go you're wrecked um also, uh, if uh, you are interested in any of the sponsors that I will mention here in a minute, or, ow, that was okay. Uh, um, anyway, uh, the, uh, you can check that out on our show notes. Um, also, however you're consuming this media, please leave us a uh, like or five stars or whatever the format is uh, for that. Um, if you want to get with us directly and see us field one of your questions live on air, um, you can always go to the contact us form on our website, comicallyinclined.com and send us an email and we will, um, answer your question here on the show. Um, also, uh, CI Press, our publishing company, um, has a couple of books that you should probably check out. There's The Shepherd and the Horn Girl by our head writer, Brianna Bright, and also Fireball Teen Superhero by our good friend, Rose Roach. Um, I also want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Ken's Comic Man. Uh, Steve from Ken's Comic Man has been in the TikTok chat all night long. Um, Ken's Comic Man out of Poplar Bluff, Missouri is a nerd mecca. It is the place yes. to go to get all of your nerd stuff. They Do have it. comics. They have uh, shirts or clothes. They have action figures. They have pops. Uh, they have all of your D&D uh, supplies. And they do Magic the Gathering tournaments almost every night of the week. Um, go check out Ken's Comic Man. And they will hook you up. Uh, also, Perkins Performance. They handle all of our vinyl, vinyl needs, and sticker making. Um, they also did the vinyl on our, our sign here. Um, Picture What Designs builds all of our... Uh, 
design stuff, uh, <laughs> including the new show. Um, Words are hard, okay. Yeah, the, picture what they could do for you. Um, Monster Tattoo, Aaron Thurman out of uh, Monster Tattoo Studio in Sykeston is the artist on Arquitos the Spearman original comic series and also a big supporter of the show. Lennox and Jude Photography, um, out of Sykeston, uh, they are an incredible photography studio, and uh, check them out on Facebook. Blake Hickman Construction, we are literally in the house that Blake built. Okay, that was impressive. Um, and then, yeah, you rick- it was like a Ronald Reagan. You went right <laughs> off of my wrist and then hit Blake. Uh, and then the Rock and Roll Drive-In out of Chaffee, Missouri. Um, they have the Purcell Tire big screen and an incredible concession stand. It is an experience. And when was the last time you were at a drive-in, honestly? Um, but check out all of our sponsors. Yeah. Um, and, uh, guys, I think that's us for the week. Yeah. Uh, real quick answer Ben's question. What color underwear is Blake wearing? Ben, I'm not wearing any. So Giggity. that's hot. Yeah. We can finish that off with that. Yeah. Uh, what color is my underwear? Deuces. Bye. Oh, I'm wearing my, uh, I'm wearing just my log Marvel. Just log us off, Heather. Just my log Marvel us off. Themed just don't. Me- just log us I'm off. I'm wearing my <laughs> Marvel. You don't need to know any of this. Themed me undies. You don't need to know, that, like, the uh, one before that. That my wife got like, me as a yeah. wedding gift. Good night, America. Uh, anyway, Bye. this is Paul Harvey. We'll, uh, Bye. we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.